Hello everyone and welcome to the Joy Clicks Gamescast. I'm your host Christian Buckley here, as always, joined by the cozy conductor Kevin Diaz for episode 32. How we doing? What's going on? Doing today, today, it was actually cloudy today in Phoenix. Man. I'd love to see it. We have been over 115 degrees daily for like, I think, six days and over 110 for, I think we're nearing two months. That's daily. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. That's it's rough. Lot. See, yeah. in Massachusetts recently, right. I've been able to wear naturally, I've been able to wear a hoodie like three days out of the past week. Oh my god, I wish. It was nice. Well, it was like 60. So I was like, oh, perfect. Um, Any excuse I can have to wear a hoodie, that's when I'm at my most powerful. So Definitely. No, 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. I I definitely like the fall-winter attire much more than the summer attire. Same. Much more. I miss it. Um, But before we get into patch notes this week, there's a few little updates we want to give. First off... Um, as always, this show is on a variety of platforms, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, we're also funded through Patreon, patreon.com slash joyclicks. At the $1 tier, get early access to a bunch of shows. $2 tier gets you influence over this show, streams, and a bunch of other shows. Uh, submit topics, questions, vote on things. Um, but in terms of the greater Joyclicks network, Joyclicks cinematic universe, maybe... <laughs> The GCU? No, um, the J- I'm an idiot. Wow. The Goy Clicks. That's what we are. <laughs> JCCU. Um, yeah. Uh, I have something to announce for the channel. And Kevin, you t- said you also have an announcement. So do you want to go do. first? It feels like yours is a way bigger deal. It kind of is. But... All right. Okay. Mine's is not that big of a deal at all. Okay. But uh, I would like to announce, ladies and gentlemen... And, of course, a Christian as well. Mm-hmm. I have achieved my first sought-after platinum with Ghost of Tsushima. You got it? That is all. Indeed. I got it about an hour before recording. It was that a great thing. Good. See, I got scared because uh, there was one side mission that was that was one of those missing ones. You know, that I had to go Ooh, find it, mm-hmm. you know? So, I thought I did my last mission. And it didn't pop. I was like, oh, my God. Is this oh, what, man. like, people talk about? Where, like, yeah. it, it, is it taking a while? Or, like, is it broken? What's up? Well, online, I counted my side missions. I had 60. There's 61 side okay. missions. So I went. I found it. We're all good. Nice. Indeed. I am proud of you. Thank you. Congratulations. That's big. N- now I get the thrill, you know? Yeah. Now it's like, ooh, like, my ball in that God of War one. My ball in that Spider-Man one. Spider-Man, I'm, like, 81%. That one I can Spider-Man- do in, like, a night. Dude, yeah. if you want to be on this podcast next week, Platinum Spider-Man. <laughs> Damn. It's an easy <laughs> Platinum. It is so easy. But Final Fantasy is calling my name. You know? Just do a stream. Do a stream of it. Do a, yeah, I know you're like doing in-between streams right now before the next stream series. Just do it Night of yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Do a couple nights. You got it. You know what? I think that sounds reasonable. Yeah, I'm going to look at your list after the show and see what trophies yeah. you're missing and if they're super easy. There's a f- like I have both the taskmaster ones I got to do. Okay, that's straightforward. Like the stealth one or that um 
Yeah, there's a few that don't seem that bad. Oh my god, I have the worst un... Yo, I have a trophy that I'm ashamed that I don't have in Spider-Man. It's, uh... I never paid respects to Uncle Ben. Yeah, see, and if you just have that's stuff crime. like that, you can knock yeah. it out in, like, two nights max. That I'm like, that's crime. I don't know how I didn't do that yeah. the whole time I played it, but I digress. What's, but, your, what's your special announcement? It, it's it's funny we, we just left off talking about Marvel. Mm. Because this here channel, Kevin, um, to start podcasts on this channel, um, back in the day, there was a show called Excelsior. Indeed. That was hosted by myself, uh, Jack Martin, our lovely man on the mixer, Pat Maroney. Um, that was the first podcast we I, I produced on Julie Clicks, and we had a nice run. We got saw 20 episodes in and called it a day. But we have decided, Jack and I have decided to bring Excelsior back for oh! about maybe like an eight episode run. Just see how it goes. Okay. okay. But the first episode should be dropping this weekend. Oh, snap. Next weekend, we're going to have a um, another episode detailing a recap of the comic series Road to A-Day. And Excelsior mm. is returning as the number one and potentially only podcast dedicated to Marvel's Avengers from Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics. Oh, shit. It's like that. Yeah, dude. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Because, because, see, folks, this is a genuine. This is a genuine reaction. Mm-hmm. I was not told from this behind the scenes. I swear. No. Uh, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. So. Congratulations, good sir. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Jack and I decided on it. I was like, hey, I have this idea. I was like, okay, cool. We're gonna get it going. So first episode is gonna be about the whole beta experience. Um, episode's probably going to be like half an hour max. Um, going to be recapping impressions on the game, probably a review of the game, um, weekly updates, you know, how these games have their resets, events, time, things like that, uh, DLC, stuff like that. I'm uh, going to do it for probably like six weeks after launch, see how it goes. Um, so if listeners, viewers are interested in that, uh, Excelsior's podcast feed, it's going to be the same one the old show was on, so you can find that on podcast services. If you want to see the show continue on, uh, go to Patreon. Let us know. So beautiful. beautiful. Look forward to that. And Greg Miller, listen to me. I know you're going to be excited for this game. I know you're excited. And I know how it works. It's kind of funny. Greg is all in on a game. Some of the crew is in with them. And then they fall off after like a week. It's very true. We got, very, we, got, very true. we got eight episodes to try and get Greg Miller on Excelsior. Listen, if you get Greg on excelsior mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean i've you know i i had the pleasure of shaking the man's hand at a mm-hmm. meeting greet one time you know i was mm-hmm. autographed right there i'm staring at it you know mm-hmm. uh i'm not saying i would like to be on that one but <laughs> i wouldn't mind it you yeah know? Mm-hmm. that's 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 simply all i'm saying yeah jack yeah. and too they took a shirtless picture together so they took a shirtless picture together? Yeah, you have to get that picture from him after. Why have I not seen that? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, Are you so, kidding me? Wow. Um, look forward to that. But as always, let's get to some patch notes. Um, first up, and only patch note really, uh, Control. Remedy did like an open letter. They were like, hey, 
uh, we're not changing our mind, you know. And it, <laughs> I love it wasn't necessarily a remedy call. It seems like it seems like it's a 505 Games call, right? Because um, they're the publishers, so that's really all there is. It's not going to change. If you bought Control and you wanted to play it on next gen, you still can. You're just not going to get the next gen version, the HD remaster, if you will, of Control, unless you own this. Uh, I think again, thirty dollar version that's dropping right now, which. Again, I know it sucks, but it did not impact me. And as someone who wanted to play Control, I'm probably buying this package. Yeah, and like, hmm. I think it's the best. Quote unquote, well, no, not even quote unquote. Like, if you either never got Control or never got the DLC uh-huh. for Control, I think it's a win. Kind of, yeah. sort of. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's, it's probably around the same close amount that you get for the DLC. You know, you can just get the upgraded version with the DLC in it and call it a day. Right. You know? um, I think it does hurt those that were most supporting the game, that bought the DLC up front, you know, mm-hmm. definitely. But, which, which you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I I thought that they, they were going to roll it back or, like, roll – or, like, make it a little bit easier for some people, you know, or, like, change like a half some step, like, pay 15 bucks or something, like – yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like ten dollars. Like if you had the DLC, have the yeah. separate thing. You know what I'm saying? I could see that being, you know, somewhere that they can be in the middle. But nope. <laughs> yeah, I think what this whole story has taught us the past two weeks is do not expect to get the next gen versions. Like if you go in with that mentality, you'll only be happy when people are like, "Hey, you get it for free." You know, like I think that's the road you have to walk these next few months that's what i'm going to be prepared for now at least i think right right so um but let's talk a little bit about the games that we've been playing uh kevin you talked about ghost of tsushima congratulations once again on the platinum I did. um that was a great time i am still chipping away at it i'm doing it differently than you did because i think the way i'm doing it i also want the platinum but i'm doing it where i will not progress until the entire region is liberated yeah yeah which is i would feel like the normal way of playing it mm-hmm. you know like 100 percent. like even though the game does a really good job at like you know putting some voice lines in there that that place the side mission or conversations after the games end and what happens during the games ending and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. what affects the overall world and stuff like that so uh while they do a good job at that like definitely like to have the end of the story be the end of your game mm-hmm. is is going to be so rewarding, bro. Yeah, I, I'm I, it's to it. it's oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic for sure. Yeah. Um. So so definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it, it, it was very fun. I uh you know closed the application, delete it off the old PS4. I'll download it back when uh we talk about another new story later on oh, in yeah. the episode. But mm-hmm. uh, God of War. Yeah, dude, how's that going? Let's just start there. We completed it. The God War Shim series. Did you know I started it back in April? I do, because Insane. then you were like, why didn't I do Infamous? Because Ghost is in three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big L right there, but we'll yeah. see. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, uh, yeah, we went through God of War 1, 2, 3, Ascension, and then God of War 2018. Mm-hmm. While in between those, why it, took, why it took so long was, of course, Last of Us, Last of Us Left Behind, Last of Us Part 2, right. and Ghost of Tsushima. We're all in the middle of those. So, it is what it is, but God of War 2018, Christian, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to report, in case you were wondering, in case people were out there wondering, 
It's still a masterpiece. It's still damn good. It's still okay. damn good. It's it is still fantastic. Oh my god. It's good to hear that. Um, and Kevin, I trust your taste. Indeed. But a couple nights ago, when you said like God of War is, they're all amazing. I was like, okay. <laughs> I did. I I I never said that. I said they all have a deep story. It's okay. Just, okay. Okay. So some of y'all were not paying attention. Sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But he, an interesting thing with me in God of War, like, it's kind of a condensed thing of what happened to me with The Last of Us Part 1. As time has gone on, I've started to, like, doubt it. Like, I've started to be mm. like, was it really that good? Like, I know the camera thing was awesome, but I did put the game down for, like, six months um, before I finished it. Like, I've had more thoughts like that, and especially after Part 2, where, like, after God of War, I remember when I talked about it that day on cross circle when i finally beat it i was like it outdid the last of us at the last of us like right post part two i still think part two has again shown up past god of war and been like hey we still own this formula kind of um and they're, they're different games but i do think you can compare them you know um yeah. so i th- yeah part two i think is like the perfect take on that formula so i don't know when i'm gonna get back to god of war 2018 i would like to play it again but hearing it still hits for you is good yeah and like i do want to hear how you feel about it because i don't think that you're gonna play the pe- the previous god of wars before no. god of war 2018 right no. so i do want to see if it still hits for someone that's only played god of war 2018 mm-hmm. and just replayed it again yeah as opposed to having the you know playing it once loving it going back getting the context of all that kratos talks about you know, right. or like alludes to, or is hinted to, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, I guess light spoilers or God of War. No, pretty heavy spoilers. Whatever, it doesn't matter. If you haven't played God of War, I don't know what you're doing. But uh, when you're in hell mm-hmm. and you see that scene with with Zeus and old, no, not old, young, you know, right, Kratos, and all that, that hit a lot, a lot harder. You know, yeah. See the thing, uh, the re- <sighs> there's some good because I caught some of your streams. And some right. of the stuff looked cool. Some of the bosses were cool. But, like, Kratos is still insufferable to me. Like, even with 2018 in hindsight, I can't. I cannot deal with however many games worth of hours it is to get his story because of the take on that character and the attitude of, like, we dude. Like, that whole thing. It's, I Yeah. I it's mean, like putting to me. Like, I, so here's the thing, though. Because, like, those moments in 2018, they still hit for me because I know like general beats of those originals and like it's far enough in separation that's like oh shit that's zeus and we're still in the norse mythology that's zeus and then oh athena the one who cursed him like i don't think they would hit differently for me than they did because like i still like they treated it they presented it like it was a big deal you know yeah like and i get the context makes it like more personal for like the player but like I don't know if it would be too different for me. I don't like I, I this is probably like a whole another topic that we don't have to get too much into, but like I don't know. I just what what like really shined through this second playthrough of God of Twenty Eighteen, I guess is like the biggest takeaway for me mm-hmm. is going through all of it, right? Kratos really feels like a god in twenty eighteen. You know, oh, yeah. like it's I feel like because when you look through, like, the whole story or whatever, like, he was literally given his godhood 
if to the same tone of like you were to give like um like a fresh new driver the best car in the world yeah you know like and they're wild with it they're reckless with it you know they're 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 just you know going going crazy with with the new car right but in god war 2018 it's really like all right he he now understands the car you know he understands its downfalls understands like you know where its shortcomings are and and how to use it effectively when when he needs to you know what i'm saying and like yeah that's what I think is the greatest thing about 2018 in a way that like it it they completely somehow made it so seamless to like have a completely different Kratos, but it he explains through his demeanor and his words like how and why he's matured. Sure, and I it's great. It's great. I'm looking forward to getting that feeling when I can play through Atreus's story, and then he comes oh. into his own as old man Atreus. So that's the, the that, that's the oh, feeling I'm going to look forward God. to. When um, when they drop the line like, "Oh, you know, we'll learn your godhood," you know, in the future yeah. as you grow up, I'm like, "Oh my God, yes!" Let's Give me go. an Atreus game. I can't wait. Oh, um, I need a sequel. I need a sequel so bad. Uh, also, battle royale update. I'm playing Fall Guys a lot still. Uh, I got like ten wins now, so. Damn. at me tim tam like <laughs> um and you're still doing hyperscape yep yep still on hyperscape dude i'm loving it man you got any wins yet no no <laughs> but i'm getting but kills I'm still in... yeah oh yeah uh, okay yeah. okay yeah 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 definitely 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 i'm 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 definitely getting better you know what i'm saying definitely mm-hmm. like 100 like it's 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 a lot more enjoyable you know what i'm saying and um uh Again, like hopefully they uh, have a patch in the future where they you know tune the controller stuff because I know like that was a big issue with both of us. Yeah. First, first starting and everything. I think they've just been alleviated for me just because I've learned how to fine tune the settings and like really get it to feel as close to hundred percent as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, and that note's great. Nice. Still going. I'm still playing it here and there. You know. Very nice. For sure. For sure. Uh, both of us also checked out season six of Apex this past week. Uh, Jack Martin, the Apex Predator. That's his new introduction name, I've decided. Um, carried us, but we still won zero rounds. So if you want the VOD of that, it's up on the channel. So. <laughs> hey, um, if you want to see a really, really, really anxiety-inducing final circle, yeah. check out that stream. Oh, my Ch- God. It's it's the match before our final one. That oh was intense. God yeah it so, was a lot um let's dive into some news you gonna, you gonna do your thing oh my god why wow. <laughs> <laughs> caught me I was off guard twiddling. dude you always do I it i was just i was just twirling my fingers i don't know what i was doing i don't know what happened um only two big polls this week the first up kevin let's talk about ghost of tsushima legends yes yes the most random thing nobody saw nobody saw this coming not at all literally no one i haven't you know like ghost was somewhat still pretty new that i feel like we haven't even started talking about like okay cool like most of us have been in the game you know 
do we want like DLC? Like, do we want more story stuff? Like, you know, do we want this and the third? Do we? I think new game plus is already in the game. But if not, do we want new game plus? Do we want? Yeah. You know, and even higher difficulty. But no, like this just out of nowhere, multiplayer. I think this was announced like on the one month date because it was July seventeenth, yeah. right? Yes. And this news dropped a few days ago. Uh, just randomly, I woke up. I saw a tweet from PlayStation. I was like, oh, what's this? It's a trailer. So I'm not Ghost. And I clicked on it, and it was a, a whole last trailer. It's like, hey, Ghost of Tsushima is getting a four-player co-op PvE multiplayer thing with a new story. It looks wild. It's completely different from the main game. There's, like, demons and spiritual stuff and uh, creepy visuals going on. Japanese folklore. It's diving into a lot of Mythic Quest-type deal from the main campaign and it's coming this fall and it's going to be playable on ps4 and ps5 so dope like it's awesome it's 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 definitely one of those things where like i don't know if we just have an attempt to think about it but i don't think anyone would have ever thought that this would be a thing no you know like i think because the thing is people have not even gotten to the point where they're comfortable talking about ghost spoilers online yeah um thankfully (laughs) because i'm taking my time but i feel like the common sentiment would have been hey sucker punch they do solo dlcs for a lot of their games since infamous 2 they've done it for all of them since then Mm -hmm. and i saw people like hey i would have honestly preferred if the game was about lady masako or something like that it's like okay maybe maybe they could have done like a lady masako dlc or something maybe do something by yuna maybe i don't know uh ryuzo like there's clearly side characters that you could have explored more with in single player but having this loaded like in the chamber for multiplayer and just having it go completely off like the the handle with the spiritual otherworldly side of it that we all thought was going to be in ghost but wasn't that's super cool that's just cool like i'm sure we all would have been okay cool uh a you know six hour story dlc lady lady masago cool Mm -hmm. right but i'm so glad we got this you know like if you told me hey do you want story dlc or something wild that like you know it's gonna be wild but it's gonna be so unique and so different and so like i feel just completely just set it apart from the traditional dlc that it's just gonna be great let's just take a chance let's just do it you know and Mm -hmm. um and, like, I think that having those mythic tales throughout Ghost, you know, it really, like, I'm not sure if they're real tales, like, if they're real lore from, like, the real world and stuff like that, but... I think some of them are. Like, the Tadayori yeah. thing I know is real. That's, like, a real life. Oh, really? Whoa, that's cool. Well, I don't that's know, cool. like, I don't know if it's an actual thing of, like, a guy who, like, shot down a god in the form of an eagle. Like, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just, like, that story is real, I think. Like, that folktale. Um, and... If they are real, like it definitely sounds like you know they were intrigued by it, you know. So mm-hmm. this this definitely feels like there's more passion in it, you know. Yes. Based off the the lil that we've seen, that mm-hmm. um, I am totally down for it. I think I think this is such a great idea. I think it's gonna be so cool. It looked you know? like some of the stuff looked very like scary too, like the definitely yeah the lighting and oh that game's already gorgeous, but really getting freaky with it, like those dude those pillars in the sky. That was an, dude, oh they were full. Oh my god, let's go. Um, there's some like floating like black and red bodies everywhere bro it's fire yeah 
That's fire. Um, also worth noting, even though this is a multiplayer expansion, there's story missions to this. Yeah. They said there's a story, like, quote-unquote campaign. There are story missions that you play through with your friends. There's four classes. You did a video breakdown, so if people want to check that out for, like, more in-depth analysis, be sure to watch that on PlayStation Source. But it's exciting man and I, I was talking to you about it too like i'm glad you brought up the mythic quests from the base game because i'm pretty sure the classes and characters that you play as in this multiplayer expansion are the ones from the main game like those legends yeah i go over that in the video like i take my best shot at like yeah. nailing okay which ones are for like the hunter class assassin right. class whatever you know um like the archer is tatayori like, like that's the only one i know so far yeah but like that he's actually, that I have my notes here somewhere. Uh, I'm not gonna find this big ass. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. like um, oh my god, the Osaku. Whatever, I forgot. Gozaku. Gozaku. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely the samurai. Yeah, dude. You know? It's so it's super it's cool. cool. I great yeah. trailer. Sucker Punch. You're reminding me why I loved Sly Cooper so much on the PS2. Like, you guys, you guys know what's up. Definitely. Um, definitely. Also, it's a free expansion. That's just this also is a, cool. This is like the feel good announcement of the year. I think hundred percent. No, like this, 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 this made the week. You know, it's like and it yeah. and it happened on Monday. I'm like, oh hell yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I guess against this like a little bit, you know, but if this is telling of like how Sony and first party studios are gonna handle multiplayer. After seeing like Last of Us Part Two, you know, double down on story and push off multiplayer for like a later date, you know, uh-huh. like maybe a similar thing happened with this game where like they intended to, for this like multiplayer co-op thing to be there at launch, but instead it's like no, like let's let's dedicate the resources right now to the main story, you know, our our butter on the bread, you know, our main pull, right, and then let's keep the player base in by announcing a multiplayer thing post game launch yeah you know like i think i think that could be a really smart strategy going into ps5 in terms of playstation first party but kevin you know what i realized what's up you're making an excellent point right and i think i don't know i hope so no you you absolutely are because i i realized this as soon as you started talking about comparing it to other studios because there were rumors like all of last year that gorilla was hiring for multiplayer they're probably going to do the exact same thing with horizon next year So if you get multiplayer components for what I would say are the big three PlayStation Party or PlayStation Studios of um, Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog, and Gorilla at this point, like Insomniac is amazing, but I don't think they're they're making a different game, right? Like they make Spider-Man, they make Ratchet, um, yeah. but for the this level of it, if they just have their single-player open-world game and then their multiplayer expansion for free later, that's that's great. I think that could be just a really good like one-two punch. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, even though we're seeing the rise in digital sales and stuff like that, like if it were still that uh, you know games are primarily sold through in stores and stuff like that, that'd right. be a great way to get people to keep their copies of the game and mm-hmm. not trade them in. You know, but yeah, I digress. I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, that's yeah. that. It's a great idea, and I cannot wait to play this. So indeed, I also cannot wait. You know what else I can't wait to play? What can you not wait to play, good sir? 
So I was wrong. Uh, Ghost was not the feel-good announcement of the year. Oh, really? The feel-good announcement of the year was a leak. And I normally don't love mm. leaks because it takes away. Um, but I like I thought when I heard this news, when it eventually was going to happen, I would have been losing my mind. I didn't, but I'm really excited still. Um, via a retailer, a listing for a retailer, uh, later confirmed essentially by Jason Trier, Prince of Persia Remastered is hitting the PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch this November. Which platform are you going to play it on, Christian? It's a good point. It's a good question. Um, you know what I'm saying? Are you going to go for the trophies? Are you going with the portability? You know? Here's the thing. Nobody knows what Prince of Persia it is. <laughs> like, nobody knows. Is there not a game called just Prince of Persia that, that they're referring to? Is that just well, there, that thing? There's two. There's the original Prince of Persia, which was a 2D side-scroller, which uh, I was talking to Omar when this was announced, and I was he was like, dude, what if they remake that first original Prince of Persia game in, like, the Ubisoft art engine that they use for, like, Rayman and stuff like that? Mm. I was like, oh, my God, please. Okay, okay. But... Obviously, there's the Prince of Persia trilogy, which inspired Assassin's Creed eventually, you know? Got right. to, it has some, like, Zelda Uncharted vibes. It's running through temples, lots of platforming. Um, that's the iconic one, right? Okay. Uh, one of my favorite Prince of Persia games out of the, like, three that I've played <laughs> um, is a 2008 one. And that one is just called Prince of Persia. And that one has, like, some dark souls ish combat to it in a way like like proto dark souls like enemy with a big health bar i think god of war might be a good comparison actually um is it like hack and slash or is it like a little bit more methodical than that it's hack and slash but you definitely should be dodging um okay right okay and the visual style is gorgeous that game is still beautiful it is like it's a 3d open world game but everything is like there's a slight borderlands outline to everything and everything is colored in with watercolor oh it looks gorgeous so if they want to remaster that one hell yes that game deserved a sequel that was a great game so if they're going to remaster a single prince of persia game i want it to be that one Mm. um people are speculating because of leaks from last year that it's going to be the prince of persia trilogy that was on the PS2. Oh, shoot. Okay. okay. Um, but those leaks kind of went nowhere. Um, and if it was that one, that'd be cool. I only played one of them. I played the original Santa Time. So if it's a one, two, three punch, then yeah, that's that'll be cool. I can play through the, the other two games in that trilogy. That'd be sweet. So it sounds like you really want the 2008 one to be it, if you had to pick any of them. Is that kind of what we're aiming at towards here? I think so, because that one's really underrated, and I really like that one. Um, And I think my backup choice would be... I've never played the original Prince of Persia. I've never touched it, but I do think... The side-scroller one? Yeah, I think reimagining that on the Ubisoft art engine, which is gorgeous, and like putting that on the Switch, that'd be exciting. I'd be there for that as well. If it is just the trilogy, which is like the generic one that got an HD remaster last generation sure i'll take it you know <laughs> yeah interesting but. interesting well i for one was uh was was like hell yeah yeah know? dude christian got it 
Mm-hmm. Let's go. It's happening. It's not a new one, but hey, you know what? It's something. You know? Oh yeah, I'll take at least it. It's, yeah, like at least it's not like the Splinter Cell fans where like they just keep getting just screwed. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm glad I'm not a Splinter Cell fan. <laughs> bro, bro. I, I would be fed up at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep, like, I think I'd be, like, legitimately just mad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, Kevin, the dream, I think, okay, would be if this Prince of Persia remastered is actually a remaster of the full game that got canceled that we saw leaked. Oh, okay. 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 That'd be amazing. That'd be super what cool because if- that's new. That looked awesome, but... Man, what if they called it Prince of Persia Remake, right? But it's not the remake that we think in this day and age, where they literally went back and just finished it, <laughs> you know? And it's like, here, we, like, remade this. Yeah. You know? Second Chance Edition. Second Chance Edition. Um, You don't have a history of Prince of Persia, but do you think, if it's, like, a $40 remaster remake, do you think you might look into it? If it's a side-scroller on the Switch, I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. all the way right um yeah. but i'm but i'm definitely intrigued at least to try it you know just yeah. to fill up my gaming repertoire you know mm-hmm. see see what it's about you know so like i'm definitely inclined for the right price for yeah. the right open space you know i think it i think it definitely be fun see sure. that's why i'm kind of hoping it's the 2008 one or the original because i don't in like a post assassin's creed like Ezio style assassin's creed and and Post that, post God of War and God of War Reboot, post the Uncharted progression, post Ghost even. I don't know how well that PS2 trilogy would hold up controls-wise. Interesting. So if it's like a full remake of those, I'm down. If it's just another HD up-res of those, it's like, okay, he's back. Yeah, I'll play him. But like, it's not as exciting to me, you know? Right, right. So. I see, I see. My only, you know, again, was the critically acclaimed prince of persia starring of course jake, jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. you know yeah saying? yeah sixth grade it was i think it was my last day of school mm-hmm. you know me me and like half the class went to go watch it i don't even know why how that happened That's yeah so i weird to me i, I went that. i remember going to the theaters to see that i thought I, I definitely thought it was cool yeah and I, then i remember enjoying it i don't remember anything about the movie i remember like Something about sands and stuff like that, you know. The sand but, like, time. Oh my god, wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the name of the first... Well, Fire. I think the movie's just called Prince of Persia, but in it there was a dagger that had the sands of time yes. in it. Yes, yeah, okay, the, okay. The sands right. of time is the name of the first game, because there's a mechanic where mm. if you're platforming and you fall, you hit that R1 button, and then you use the sands of time and rewind the game so you're back on the platform. Interesting. So, what it's so I stream that movie. Damn, like, I kind of want to watch it. I don't know, and that's the other thing too, because I had a fondness for that movie too. And then, like, I think around 2015, I was like, "Hey, so like, were we just all cool with the fact that the Prince of Persia is a white guy?" That's another thing I was going to say too. I'm like, you know, it wouldn't. I loved shot the Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's fan, great, big fan. But you know, this probably wasn't the role in the modern day it would not have happened but pretty cool no yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's still a fun movie i remember it being fun you know it fills up parts of the caribbean kind of adventure type thing yeah. and i think for some reason i think disney produced it i don't know how they got the ri- the rights to that at all but <laughs> what a prince time. of persia man what a time i'm excited i'm gonna get that so i'm excited to hear your thoughts me too uh but now it is time for you might have missed it 
We're going down, down through the headlines you missed. And sugar, we're going down quickly. I'll be your number one source for news drops. A loaded god complex, cock it and pull it. One of these weeks, I gotta get the lighter near me on my desk. It's gonna happen. One of these weeks, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, Full transparency, I completely forgot what song it was before I started. (laughs) Wait, what? I I forgot the song. I was like, am I doing the Blink-182 song? Or like, is it Fallout? What was it? Like, I could not think of Sugar We're Going Down. Honestly, next time, just just roll the dice. Yeah. Whatever comes out, comes out, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, first up, WB Montreal. They're teasing some stuff. Now, Kevin, do you know, what is it? What do you think it could be? I don't know. I don't know, man. What do you think it is? I'm still not convinced it's Batman. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, where are you, like, where are you getting like... Batman from? Why, why do you think Batman? Why are you thinking Batman? <laughs> until I see it with my own two holes, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. But why do you think Batman? It could be like we don't know what they're working on. Why do you think it's Batman? Oh, uh, oh, I mean the 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 Twitter thing and the and yeah, why, yeah. Why do you think it's Batman? It, it could be like James Bond. Why do you think it's Batman? Oh, so there was like a circular, you know, logo thing. I think that. And there's and there's some codes that people are doing, right? You know what yes. I'm saying? That that I hear. Uh uh Yeah, I mean, shoot, I mean I guess you're right. I guess they still haven't said it. Have they the not point, said it? The point I'm trying to make here is that we've fucking known it's Batman since <laughs> September. Yeah. Why tease it? Do you like this? Does anyone no. like it when it's like because listen, listen. I know, like I know, people have been giving them a hard time for this. Right? Is it deserved? Maybe. <laughs> like, I like, have a very similar feeling, right? I'm sure we'll get to it during. This yeah, show, I know right? we will. That's what I wanted to make a point yeah. about this. I, I don't know if it's because are we getting old? Are we just not having fun with these things? Like, are we? No, just, Kevin. We're, it's we not that over we're it? old. It's not that we're old. It's because <laughs> we've known. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, just, like. No, yeah, yeah. What I do, I genuinely do not understand. Like, does anyone think it's fun? Does anyone think that we don't know what this is? Mm. And we haven't yeah. for years? Because <laughs> like, if we didn't know, oh, yeah. I think it would be a lot more fun. Yeah, if, if they we, didn't, if like, didn't know. if the creator of the Court of Owls last <laughs> September didn't quote tweet this tease of a Court of Owls symbol from WB Montreal and said, beware the Court of Owls. And again, I'm not blaming him because they're the ones that made this logo for this new game. That's true. And tweeted it in September. Like, if they didn't do that then, and then the, the Twitter account did the whole redacted thing this week, and then they were tweeting out codes and stuff, that'd be fun. It's like, oh, maybe they really are working on Batman. You know what's also crazy, Christian? What's up? You know what's crazy, you know? Tell me. Pretty much it was after Arkham Knight. After I beat that, I'm like, man, I'm really looking forward to whatever we got cooking next. You know what I'm saying? I even I even went out this week, as you know, watched the Court of Owls, you know, Batman versus Robin thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, just to get myself familiar with the court, you know? For some reason, I still don't believe we're seeing it on Saturday. See, like, I, I still yeah. don't believe it. I was you saying know, that last week, and I was kind of joking, but, like, we're going to see we it. Are. Yeah, 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 no, I know we are, but, like, what if we don't? <laughs> you know? We, like, we will. But, like, I like the closer we get, the more excited I am for specifically the Batman game. But, like, 
dude, we've no like that's oh my god. Like you had a the thing is we knew it was Batman last September. You should Oh my like, god, that's almost a year. Yes. So here's the thing I'm going at. Don't say like, oh, we already spent money on the marketing to like tease it's Batman. That was a year ago. I'm I doubt that this marketing was paid for. This exact campaign. It's like, oh, a year ago? Yeah, what no what character is it? What game is it? Like, read the room. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what's also crazy, Christian? Yeah. We have not only stopped one podcast, started another, everyone, episode 32. Yeah. <laughs> this is the next one. <laughs> and here's the thing. Wow. Here's the thing. I wow. am very ex- – I'm going to play Origins before this comes out probably. Oh, there you go, King. There I'm, you go. I'm very excited for WB Montreal to finally show their game. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And I'm sure somebody thought this was going to be a fun idea. And you know what? It's fun. The first day, it was like, oh, cool. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, cool, cool. But, like, it's just the thing. It baffles me. Like, why pretend? Why pretend we don't know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think to a certain degree, it becomes really stupid. It feels like it's navel-gazing. It's like don't you want to figure out what it is it's like yeah you're gonna show it to us on saturday we know it's bad yeah. <sighs> oh. yeah um yeah. speaking of being fed up with teases kevin uh i'm gonna give you two minutes this time please All explain right. to me the call of duty news this week so starting I... <sighs> now so I didn't even realize that it was a multi-day thing, right? Yeah. So all of the content uh, creators that got those crates that we talked about either last week or the week before, I forgot. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they, I guess, some, you know, maybe they had to deal with with uh, Activision or whatever to, uh, you know, stream them doing this Easter egg, right? Which was very Zombies-esque in a way, which I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. But, like, um, are you... We have ciphers. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they like had to solve like a bunch of ciphers and stuff like that. You know, typically we only see that in like a zombies story, in like a zombies Easter egg. So it was weird to get that type of Easter egg stuff for a game reveal that, mind you, we knew last month because of a Doritos bag. <laughs> um. So, you know, I thought it was a little bit annoying, right? How it was a multi-day thing, right? And then we get to yesterday when we One get minute. the Black Ops Cold War teaser trailer. Really cool stuff. You know, it looks like they're leaning more into the Cold War storyline of like literally what happened during the Cold War as opposed to having it as a means to tell the story of Alex Mason, you know, mm-hmm. back in the, the OG Black Ops. So it's really cool that we're going to get like more of a timepiece uh, similar to World War II. You know, now it's blatantly clear that, all right, this was supposed to be just Call of Duty Cold War, but they had the Black Ops in there because Black Ops sells more. Totally get it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, And yeah, uh, oh, they said that we are getting a reveal not this week. We got another fucking week to see the goddamn game. And it's like, it's so annoying. Like, it's like, it's so annoying. You got 10 seconds left, but I don't want to pose a question to you. Please, go ahead. Do you think this is just, like, how do I phrase this? Do you think it's, like, genuinely, is it, like, a corporate marketing thing? Is it, like, somebody who actually is, like, you know what they're going to love? Like, is it that? (laughs) Are we just tired of it because we've gone through an entire summer of spreading every single thing out as far as it can be spread? Or, like... 
I don't think we're cynical because we like stuff like this. We like hype announcements, right? Black Ops is my favorite Call of Duty. I should Same. be a lot more hyped to for this. Same. You know what I'm saying? And I just yeah. don't care yet. I'll care when I see it, but yeah. I just I just could give I just could care less about it now. Yeah, you know? and like also coming in from the Batman perspective, also like uh, Mayor Courtney from Kind of Funny. Uh, he's been tweeting out updates. He's been reading into the cryptic things. He's doing the puzzles. Like seeing him do it, it's making it enjoyable for me. Cause it's like, right. okay, what's Barrett up to? How far do you get into this thing? But like, I get maybe if you want to do this thing where we all know it, like maybe lean on the content creators. Maybe like have them be the ones doing the narrative. Don't have like a in-universe redacted Twitter account spewing things out. You know, like right, right. I don't know, because in the Call of Duty case, I'm with you. Black Ops is my favorite COD, and if they were going to get me back any year, it was this year. And let me tell you, I am not feeling it. No, I mean, I look like I'm a sucker for COD. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I can't help myself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, to a to a to a to a certain degree, am I really happy for Black Ops Cold War? Yeah, as long as they pull it off, right? Like, like mm-hmm. you know, they 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 got to really lean into the to what made Black Ops. I feel like especially unique and different from any other COD we've had before. I know? agree. Um, and I and like at least from that teaser trailer, there was definitely some Black Ops vibes going on. Definitely some Black Ops edits going sure. on that like, you know that 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 seemed very Black Ops, right? So it's like okay, cool, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I I don't know if it's that like what you said, which I think is a very good point. Like if I didn't know or if no one knew that it was Black Ops Cold War, and we started getting this stuff. And to try to be Black Ops, I I think I'd be probably like losing my mind. Yeah, I'd you know be going crazy. Yeah, if somehow nobody knew about it, right? Yes. But um, yeah, I think the fact that we know about it is probably adding on to the annoyance. Um, and having to stretch it out and wait, yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not the fault of the devs that it's like these things leak. That'll happen, you know. It's right. just, and I understand money and budgeting gets spent, but like, I feel like especially for game companies, since the industry is so secretive. Like and it does not need to be, but because it's that way, have a backup plan. Have a backup marketing campaign. Split that yeah. budget in half. <laughs> like, mm. pivot. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't know, because like in the end, doesn't matter. No, like the people like you and I, the people who host a podcast or like are in on an outlet or something, and they're the ones that are like, yo, go. We reported that it was Black Ops Cold War a year ago. <laughs> like. <laughs> That and then also, I guess one last thing I should say: like they're yeah. not just gonna drop the trailer on Wednesday. I think next week it is on Wednesday. Um, they're gonna do an in-game event in Warzone. So yeah, I'll so you... probably I'll, I I'll ask this right now live. I would probably like to stream that. I'll enjoy clicks. I'm you know sure, what I'm saying? Yeah. And see what's yeah. going on with that. I think I think that could be really cool. Um, yeah. So, so I'll like, make sure that's to his attention for sure. For sure. Yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because like again, complaining about this penny in the ocean because like <laughs> the people that this is speaking towards had no idea it was going to be black ops cold war you know yeah yeah so i will say too i watched that teaser i know it was going for like the black ops vibe and it's definitely there but it might just be because i'm more on top of like world events now that like i just felt so cynical watching that thing i'm like we're really gonna like monetize this like i know it's call of duty's thing but like right. really just gonna go yeah. in on like uh, i don't know i i i i feel you on that like yeah. like it's 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 in a little bit more close to home than yeah 
expected, kind of, sort of, in yeah. a way. Even yeah. though, you know, it's Cold War, so it is what it is, but... Yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah. If it's good, I'll get it. Again, love that first game, so we'll see. I'm a sucker for it, so I'm just gonna get it. You know me mm-hmm. and God, but... Yeah. Uh, speaking of horrible marketing, uh, you see this Burger King thing? I did. I did. So... Um, yeah, for listeners that aren't familiar, Burger King has been doing some viral marketing thing. I think they approached like a marketing firm, so I don't know if it's like actual Burger King marketing or just like somebody they hired. But they've been going into streamers on Twitch, their chat rooms that have like the type to talk donations. And they were they've been dropping like three, five bucks, and it's like, hey, uh, I donated five dollars so you can go get your five dollar two for five Whopper meal at Burger King. <laughs> like, so they're like, kind of taking away the agency of a streamer by advertising by donating to that. It's weird. Like, I think it's legally okay. I think you know, <laughs> like, like honestly, I don't really have that big of a problem with it. When I really like look at it, kind of sorta, I see how it's kind of iffy. Definitely. It's just like tacky. Yeah, yeah, I can see how it's a little bit tacky for sure, and like a little bit like, oh, okay, like kind of weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be a totally different story if like, you know, uh, I, you know, for example, or you pay an agency to donate to Ninja, right? If we're on like, if we're both content creators and I'm advertising my content on your content without your consent, I think then I think that's where things get a lot more, you know, if there's like competition from that standpoint, that is more direct in terms of industries that I'm trying to advertise versus you're trying to bring to your audience. Right. right. It's like a direct competition then for sure. Right. But I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm just weird about it. Like, I don't think I would be that mad. Yeah, if it if happened like, to me, I'd be like, hey, Burger King, shout out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, cool, okay, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know, like, but I definitely see the point of view of, like, other people being like, you know, like, it's not just, like, a random Joe Schmo, like, it's Burger King, right? Yeah. So it seems kind of weird from that standpoint, totally, but, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't necessarily think it's, like, egregious or hate it, but I yeah, definitely like, see the weirdness, yeah. I've done some streams, you know, you have too, like... You don't have to have the type to talk on. Like, you can shut that off, and then you avoid the problem if you really... Like, the message will still pop up on the screen, but people put tons of stuff in that that, like, you don't have control over. So, like, if it's just a text notification on screen and not just, like, overbearing, overshadowing your voice on your stream, like, it's... I feel like it's easy to work around if it happens, but, like, it's it's definitely weird. It's the weirdest thing I've read this week. Definitely weird. Yeah, Yeah. For sure weird. For sure weird. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, and maybe I just don't have the point of view to, like, see how it's egregious. Like, I would like for someone to, you know, Mm -hmm. like, from that point of view, for sure, like, let me know, like, how, like, if someone thinks it's, like, really, really, really bad, by all means, but I don't know. Because we're not broadcasting to, like, 60 people at a time, right? It's, like, 10 max. (laughs) So, like, I I get if it's weird, you know, because then you're also advertising to kids in a way you can't really, like, then it gets into the legal muddy water, so I, I don't know. It's right, right. Burger King. You're on watch. You're on Burger Watch right now. Um, Burger Watch. Above all else, definitely weird. Yeah. Above all else, definitely weird for sure. 
Uh, why don't we end with a feel-good thing? There was a new Nintendo Indie World Direct this week. Again, another marketing thing, but this time was good because we got a new look at some new indie games. Uh, notably, they led the show with an announcement that Hades, the new game from Supergiant Games that's been in early access for almost two years, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch this fall in its 1.0 state. You love to wait one point. Wait, is there future states and like Steam and stuff like that in early access? Everything on Hades has been early access. They haven't hit one yet. Oh, they, okay, gotcha. So when they hit one it'll come to that's Switch. When it's, yeah, that's gotcha. presumably okay. it's going to time up with the the one launch. Gotcha. I thought they were doing some weird stuff for like, hey, we're on one point five on PC, but no. here's one for. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um. Did you get a chance to watch the the Indie World showcase? I watched your whole thing. The Hades stuck out definitely, and the last one I cannot remember the name for life of me. Was oh, it wasn't man. Spiritfarer? Ever was ever something ever grow ever something. I hate myself. ever wild. No, ever wild was the no, rare ever thing. Wild's different. Oh man, if you want to fill air, I can probably find it. Uh, so I there saw, was a- yeah yeah. Go ahead. Tell me some more stuff that. Over there, go ahead. There was a game called Garden Story where you play as a grape. It looked like Stardew Valley if it was with all fruits. That was neat. Um, there was a game that stood out to me. It's called Baron Breakfast. I did it's a that. it's a management game where you're running a bed and breakfast. It's got a nice looking like cartoony art style to it, and you play as a bear. Who is running this bed and breakfast for humans and then you can go into the woods and get stuff for the bed and breakfast like resources and then talk with other animals and it looked amazing that's great that's a great number one great name oh yeah great that was a highlight name. too oh my god such a good name bear and breakfast are you serious come on now. yeah that, that was great the game is called evergate we were evergate close. okay evergate um evergate was like an ori looking thing kind of we're definitely looking at puzzle platformer type thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to have some sort of similar mechanic as like to Ori and Messenger where if you want to do like a really big jump, you have to interact with, you know, with like a like a diamond type of thing to be able to do that. You know, I saw something like that. So that definitely intrigued me because I feel like that opened up a lot of different like diverse uh, puzzles in terms of like Messenger and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um, all that. So it looks... It looks interesting, definitely. I might, yeah. I might. Um, there was another game that stood out to me called She Dreams Elsewhere. Mm. Uh, it is an RPG. It's got some very good colors to it. Lots of, like, blues and pinks and purples. Um, and it looks like, yeah, it's like a turn-based RPG. Uh, telling a story about mental health and stuff like that. It looks really cool. I looked into the story a little bit. Because um, I think the game's been out for a while on PC, but... That one looks awesome also. Nice. So, nice. Love to um, see. But yeah, there were some cool indies showcased. Uh, Omar and I did reactions to the whole thing. Those are uploaded on youtube.com slash joyclicks if you want to see more of the indies showcased. But good show. Definitely. Definitely. So that concludes You Might Have Missed It. Don't waste your time talking about me. We just did it for you. I missed you. Did both this week. Uh, 
Yeah. So, Kevin, this is normally where we would get to Arkham Watch, but I have a very quick breather of a game for you. Okay. It is a game we're calling Disc or No Disc. Disc or No Disc. Okay. Yeah. So, I've been doing some house cleaning, right? Like, uh, we've been going through some boxes of things, and I'm finding a lot of old video games. Mm. But here's the thing. As a kid, whenever I got games, I used to just take them out of the case, and I had a binder with, like, one of those CD cases. God, yeah. Man. So, oh, that's we... Sick. We put them in there, right? It was organized by, like, uh, PS1, then PS2, then GameCube. Um, so we still have some of the cases, but I sold a lot of these PS2 games as a kid so I could afford a PS3. Right. Now, what I'm telling you, the reason I'm telling you this is because I have found some cases, and I don't know if there's a disc in it or not. Oh, okay. I like this. So, okay, okay, okay. We're going to do this probably for the next few weeks until we run out of uh, cases but the first one i have uh you can't see this right now but i'm holding up the simpsons skateboarding Ooh, okay it's a playstation okay. 2 game 9.99 used it is from ea and um on the back back of the box it says shred springfield massively skatable springfield environments nine skaters with attitudes to the extreme Get tricky on Springfield landmarks. Shred and grind head to head. And the uh, the back of the box pitch. The annual skate tour has come to Springfield. Bart, Homer, Otto, and other Simpsons characters have their eyes on the money sign, money sign, megabucks, money sign, money sign prize of $99. Learn your moves in skills with a Z, school mode, or just jump in and grind, grab, and kickflip through Springfield. You gotta spell skills with a Z. Yeah, always gotta do it. Uh, Three hundred forty kilobytes. Hmm. So, Kevin. Yes. The Simpsons skateboarding disc or no disc? What are you saying? <sighs> Let's see. I so, was your dad a gamer? No. Okay. No. Okay. So it would just be you playing these games. Yes. Or my brother okay. also. Oh, your brother. Okay. Younger brother. Younger, right? Younger. Okay. Younger brother, older sister. Both of them played some games. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to say no. I don't think the disc is in there, you know, yeah. but maybe. But I think definitively, I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, viewers get a live reveal. Does not keep the PS2 smell. It's been up here too long. Oh, man. Unfortunately, there is no disc. Ah, oh, you hate to see it. So Kevin, you're you're one for one. You want me to keep a score? I can, I can, I can sure. make a make a new postcard for us week week by week. Sure. Okay. Disc or no disc. So, uh, with that, it's time for Arkham Watch. Damn! Now I kind of want to do the same thing, but like Game. So I have a big stack of Game Informer magazines. Man, and, I, and I also want to ask you, like, hey, you know what? Here's the month. Here's the year. What's the cover? <laughs> Just I, honestly i feel like i might be able to get a couple of them because i had a game informer sub for like three years i'm super nostalgic for that magazine shout yeah, out to definitely. the podcast which eventually turned into the min max show but <laughs> game informer man what a, what a place what an era i do That's um true. That's true. this week on arkham watch we already covered wb montreal's batman game so what we're talking about for arkham watch this week kevin i don't know if you saw this but 
Amazon UK put up a listing for the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for Nintendo Switch. I did see that. I did see that. I did see you tweeting about that. I mm-hmm. did see that. I did see that. Hmm. Yes. So, Kevin, if you're unfamiliar, and listeners, Skyward Sword is the only Zelda... Let me see if I can actually say this. I think this might be the only Zelda that is only playable on one console. Hmm. And it's Was the it Wii. the Wii? Oh, the Wii. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Interesting. It's stuck on the Wii because the other Zelda game on the Wii was Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, as you may have seen a couple weeks ago, is in my top 10 of all time. Um, Twilight Princess was a game made for GameCube and ported to Wii. So you could play it with a GameCube controller or you could play it with the nunchuck and then just like waggle in the sword to swipe and attack. Right. Skyward Sword was designed for the Wii with the Wii Motion Plus which is a oh. gyroscope i did have the wii motion plus mm-hmm. oddly enough yeah i did i did wii sports that. resort oh my god you're so right that's exactly that, that's what I was you like, need because wait, wait like why i'm like why would i convince my dad to get an attachment for the wii remotes yeah uh that's what it is precisely um so skyward sword is it was kind of lambasted like people tore that thing apart when it came out but Kevin, from what I've heard about the people that really love this game, I haven't played it, but I desperately want to. I'm convinced it actually might be the best Zelda. Damn. Damn. Really? Yeah, because here's Is, the thing. Yeah. When no, no, when the no, when the greater public has just like a burning hate for something in like a beloved series, I think it's like 70% of the time. I end up loving it and thinking it's the, one of the best things. <laughs> oh, no, that's very true. That yeah. that's that the thing you have. So, like, is it... So, hmm. Is it hated because it was on the Wii and the Wii controls aren't, like, the greatest, you know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of... <sighs> is that why it's hated? Or is there, like, another reason why it's hated? Like, that's more not I, because I, of the Wii? Yeah, I think it's a mix of... Well, from what I know of and from the people who have talked about it on podcasts over the last week... It's not the controls. Like, the controls were a little finicky, but it's like they worked. They worked for what they were supposed to do for the most part. Um, So it wasn't necessarily something with that. And the only thing with the controls was like, okay, it's actually really interesting because a lot of the enemy encounters in that game, it's like, okay, you have to swipe an attack from a specific angle. So it's like 360 motion, find their weak point, and slash. You know, so it's like an actual, like, one-on-one sword fight, kind of. Interesting. Um... So that, I think, is neat, because not a lot of Zelda games have that much depth in terms of standard combat. Um, but I think the biggest issue is, like, people say it takes a long time to get going. People said that about uh, Twilight Princess as well. And this game hit at a point where I think people just wanted, like, a new console from Nintendo. They were tired of this classic Zelda formula. Uh, they wanted an HD game. Like, there was a lot of... Uh, people that were just like i want something new i want breath of the wild but now like you know right, right so i think this game hitting after breath of the wild when a lot of people were like i want classic zelda like i feel like <laughs> i feel like this could be a, like a huge second chance for this thing that's i mean i mean it sounds like on paper it should be yeah for sure for sure like one of the you know not sung on top the hills tops uh classic zelda by the like 
by by the by the sound of it, of mm-hmm. what you're saying, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. I think so, I can see it. It become a switch, I'm assuming, you know. Do you think they would retain those that control scheme with the Joy Cons? I don't know. Or maybe know. have an option, you know. I could see a world where there's an option, but the yeah. thing is, like, there definitely has to be a classic control scheme because of the switch light. Like uh oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, or a classic as in, I mean, like, traditional controls, traditional. not, like, the original version of this game. I mean, more, like, Breath of the Wild, like, play it with the sticks. Um, right. Which, personally, like, I think is doable. I think for Honor style, you could, like, do, hold, like, ZR as, like, a lock-on, you know, so you auto-target a person, s- strafe with the left stick, and then use the right stick in this lock-on mode as your 360 swipe. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Like, like I feel like that fixes it. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like it. So, I want to ask you, because again, we've talked about Zelda a couple times. We have. You couldn't get into Breath of the Wild. You wanted to, but you couldn't. I did. Didn't happen. I've been eyeballing um, Link's Awakening. Okay. Here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know I have performance issues. Don't know if that's been ironed out. Uh, what it's been probably a year at this point, right? Because it came out yeah. last August, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yes, came out a year. Yeah, it came out right. in September. Um, oh, September. I own it. I had it at launch, and again, another story. That's when my Switch broke, so I could not play it, and I still haven't played it. Oh man, that's tragic. So, oh my uh, god. I have been thinking about streaming it on Twitch though, because I do have. Uh, I love the original Link's Awakening. So. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Interesting. But yeah, do you think there's a world where if Skyward Sword comes to Switch, the and it has like fixed controls, it's a great and it's your only example on this console of the original Zelda format in HD on the Switch, much more linear than Breath of the Wild ever was, because I know that is kind of what turned you off, of like, where do I go? What what do they want me to do? I don't have any direction. I need some. Do you think there's a world where this is the Zelda you try? Definitely. Either either this one or Link's Awakening remake, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Like, either ones, because I think that it'd be weird if I if I ended up trying Breath of the Wild again. And then mm-hmm. loving it, you know, like maybe maybe that time it clicks, you know, and right. then going back, I think I think, yeah. I think that could be kind of weird, you know. Yeah, I think I'd have like a really weird perspective of all that, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and yeah. even between Link's Awakening and Skyward Sword, drastically different because Link's Awakening is the two D Zelda formula, a Skyward Sword is the three D Zelda formula, so. Mm. It's still two different types of game design, you know, thematically similar because of it's Zelda. But um, I think once this hits, you'll have two really solid entry points that might be what you need to get a good grasp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll see. There's no, this might be a really dumb question. There's no like through line main plot, right? No, right? It's funny you say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Okay. But Nintendo made one that people think is true. Um, like, I I don't think there's a problem with it. The Zelda timeline, I think it's a neat, you know, but it's it's not what those games are about, you know. It, it very much feels and kind of is put together after the fact. 
um, DJ Gillard, who was the host of Master Quest earlier this year um, on the channel. Uh, huge Zelda fan, biggest Zelda fan I know. Loves the timeline stuff. Is aware that it's a little silly, but he just he loves it. Um, Skyward Sword came out in 2011, but story-wise, it starts the Zelda timeline. How convenient. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay. it's ba- it is Zelda Origins, and that's the one like where they actually said pre-release or like, hey, this is the first. This is the first one. Um. And it kind of has... A lot of people say it has the best story of any of the Zeldas. Like, they really say that about it. That's, like, one of the biggest praises this game receives is its story. Hmm. Interesting. So. Interesting. Is Breath of the Wild, like, the latest in the timeline? Yeah. So, yeah. The the timeline splits up into three separate paths. Uh, like, okay. there's an Ocarina of Time. There's a make-or-break moment that spawns three different timelines. Um, and then Breath of the Wild... The theory is that Breath of the Wild takes place at the end of all three of them. So, like, eventually enough time passes that all the events happen in all the timelines in some shape or form. And then they all converge and then Breath of the Wild happens. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. So, I hope this is true. This is something I genuinely would very much like to play in in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, though. It's time for POTS. POTS, 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 POTS. So this week on POTS, uh, we don't really have anything locked in, but we're going to do a check-in on Next Gen. Mm-hmm. Kevin, you recommended this. thought it was a great idea. Um, I'll let you start because when it comes to me and Next Gen, I'm still not feeling it. So where are you at right now? You're hosting a PS5 podcast. You're, you must be ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it's printed, not printed, but probably like will be maybe to a benefit if we talk about it now. Because I feel like we're, I mean, I say this, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like we are like mere weeks away from talking PS5 price, Xbox Series X price. You know what I'm saying? Release dates out the wazoo, you know. Um, There was, I mean, November 6th is like, the Series X that has that date that is pretty much locked in. There was there was something with the controller box that leaked and everything that leaked the Series S existence, and there was something like right. they weren't allowed to put them on shelves until like you know November sixth, and um uh of kind of funny X cast you know and of everything else she's done. Wait, uh, a lot of peers. Thank you. I almost said Andrea Renee. I'm like, no, it's not Andrea Renee. Alana Pierce uh, said that, hey, she like, an Instagram th- picture the other day, shout out. Wait, what? Uh, she liked an Instagram picture on Instagram.com slash Chris and Buckley. So shout out, Alana. Oh, wow. She liked the Instagram post? Yeah. Hey, picture of Sly Cooper up. Okay. There we go. There we go. Okay. Okay. Um, so she said that, like, look, if. If they have that date, like, hey, don't don't put on shelves until X date. That's the release date. So, yeah. November 6th, we're, we're looking at. We still don't know a PS5 yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Prize ports, we've, we've, we've probably said it, but we just don't know which one it is. But I mainly want to talk about, like, what do we don't know yet that we're about to know that we'd like to see come to fruition, right? Um, did, yeah. you see the, the, did you see the PS5 UI leaks? 
I I didn't know they were leaks. I thought it was like this was the the thing. No, not the thing that was on the blog, like the official. Oh, blog. the boot up. Yeah, not wait what? Yeah, I thought I saw boot up tweeted. Y- so it was about the main menu of the PS5. It was an Activision employee that has been working on marketing stuff for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And mm-hmm. something with Activision, it's not a PlayStation side, but something about Activision, he's fed up with um, however they, they do stuff at that studio, you know. Not the best company, I, I presume, but, you know. Uh, so he put up this whole thing about the PS5 UI um, and detailed, like, the menu and stuff like that. But the big thing okay. that I want to drive home is that on the main menu – if we're going to take this as God's gospel, right, there were, like, you know on top how on the PS4 menu there's, uh, you know, settings, friends, etc. you know what I'm saying? Those, right. like, icons. There were PS Plus and PS Now dedicated icons. Okay. As if they were, like, a part of the menu UI. Interesting. You know? So I don't know if that still negates what I would really want to see in terms of services, which is the combination of them two and have like a bundle of having PS uh, Plus and PlayStation Now bundled together. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm not sure if that negates it. I would like it to not be because um, I think that we have been seeing like for the past year, you know, back in uh, back in last October when they lowered the price of PS Now, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I've been putting a little more emphasis on it, bringing... I feel like more quality games to PS Now that are more current. Um, we saw Shuhei's initiative of indies, where they're debuting an indie each month on PS Now. For I forgot how long that's lasting, but like it seems like they are kind of treating PS Now a little bit more as like one of the pillars of yeah. the PlayStation services suite. You know what I'm saying? So I think a great way to do that is bundle. PS Plus with PS Now, maybe have like an ultimate subscription, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, you know I think you're not wrong. I think you're not far off. I think it's going to be an option. I don't think it'll be the default. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, like no. definitely not default. No, but um, I think I would I would like to see a bundle honestly because like I mean you know and of course hopefully with that in the same way that we saw that. In the flux in revenue with PS Plus when mm. PS4 era started, and we stopped seeing a lot of PSN outages, you know. Right. We 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 stopped seeing that infamous, you know, PlayStation Three error screen that was like server maintenance. That, uh, you know, like. Right. I, I think it's safe to say that the network got overall better when we all started paying for it. You know. Yeah. So I like to see a similar thing with now if. It continues to grow. We see more improved servers and stuff like that. I know they're moving over to using the Microsoft server suite as well. Mm-hmm. So that should bring better speed and stuff like that and overall. But um, yeah, I would, I would pers- – so like what do you think they could do, I guess? Just to kind of just like toss over to you. Like what do you think that they could do to get you to buy PS Now? To get PS Now? Uh, let me download the games. Don't don't make it to streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Hold- Pull the game pass. I I was thinking about it earlier today. I am beside myself that I cannot because I don't have an Xbox because I have a PS5, PS4 that I can't play natively Red Dead Redemption One. Right. That blows my mind. How? Yeah. How is that yeah. possible? Like, 
oh, I, I just like I'll sub for PS Now to play Arkham Origins before it comes out, before Gotham Knights comes out, or whatever they're gonna call it. Oh yeah, damn, that is your only option. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I think PS Now should run fine. Like I can upload, download things fine from where I'm at right now in terms of streams and uh, video and stuff like that. So I think it should be okay. I've done a, a test a couple times, and they're like, "Hey, you have a good connection for it." Um, but man, I just like, oh, it makes me so upset. Like, there's so many games that are stuck on that service that I'd love to be playing that I'm genuinely instead looking at PS3s. <laughs> I've looked yeah, at PS3s yeah, this no. summer to play Ratchet and Clank Future. Totally hear you. Totally hear you. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally makes sense, you know? And like, it was a great step forward to allow PS4 games to be downloaded. I think that yes. was a great obviously you know that's what we're talking about so like obviously great step there um mm -hmm. but yeah to to see that further extended i think would be a huge a huge gain towards ps now and, and having that more even playing field with game pass like i think right. there then there's more of a discussion of like okay like which is a better service like which is yeah offering? you know because saying? for sure i see people people compare them now like trust i'm wearing a playstation t-shirt right now i got a bunch of playstation merch in the back i love playstation right yeah. It is not as good a deal as Game Pass. Not at all. No, no. I don't, not not even in the same ballpark. Like, be real. It's not. For me, honestly, it's solely the thing of, like, number one, I think the... Oh, my... I would love to talk to the PS Now team. As a as a paying subscriber of PS Now, you know what I'm saying? That, like, uses it here and there. Pretty, you know... I played all of Red Dead 1 on it. I played yep. God of War 1 and 2 and Ascension off of mm -hmm. PS Now recently, you know, like, I right. I definitely use it, right? I think the main menu of PS Now needs a facelift. It feels like PS3 era, you know what I'm saying? We sure. really need to, we really need to get that, get that to a more modern UI type of aesthetic to it. Because it's, it's, it's definitely mm -hmm. weird loading a PS Now. It's like, yo, like, this, this, this feels archaic, you know? Right. Um, that downloading, I think, is the number one thing. I think that if you allowed everyone just to download ps2 ps3 even bring on ps1 games screw it like if you were to open up all you know and and just have it downloaded whatever you want to do i think yeah. that is two major things that could really entice people to get it yeah sure. i think as a whole because again i feel like this conversation is going to be skewed to playstation just because that's where we play and where we're going like as a whole mm -hmm. ps5 needs better download speeds yeah yeah that's for everything that's definitely the network card they've traditionally skimped on the network card you know ps3 was ass you know ps4 not that better you know um yeah, yeah. like i i have here at my at my uh apartment i have 100 100 down right every other device everything's quick snappy flawless right on when i when i do speed tests on my phone 100 100 down mac 100 100 down mind you the mac and my ps4 are both hardwired mm -hmm. they're they're both not over wi-fi they're both on ethernet hooked up and all that right still on my ps4 pro it reads like i have like 15 up and like 20 something down yeah like dude, a, a, a like a literal fifth of my actual speed you know yeah it's wild yeah honestly here's the other thing if you're gonna market the ps5 the way like ps4 did with their ui and their party systems and like oh you can download half the game and start playing it like you kind of can like 
<laughs> if anything, undersell me on features, you know? Like, if something is really cool, make me be like, oh, maybe I'll check that out, you know? And then if I you incentivize me to do it when I actually turn the thing on and then it blows away my expectations, I'd way prefer that instead of, like, telling people when I was looking at PS4s shifting up from PS3, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be able to play, like, half the game already, like, without even having it fully downloaded. That's going to be so cool. Like... I completely forgot about that, but you're so right. Yeah, that's a thing. Like, oh, man, man. Like, Kevin, 100%. What's up? I don't want to buy a console this year. I hear you, Like, man. I genuinely I don't. Like, I hear you. I hear you. There are so many games still hitting this fall. Like, Omar brought this my, my way, too. Like, he think, he is one of the people, and he's kind of selling me, that Miles might be on PS4 also. I don't know about that one, man. I don't know. I think I think that would. I mean, I think specifically to what PlayStation is trying to do with PS5, which is obviously like a traditional generation leap. You know what right. I'm saying? I think it would be kind of a shot in the foot. Not in terms of like for us, because like that's great for the consumer. Like, cool. Like you get to play Spider-Man Miles Morales, even if you don't have a PS5. That's great, right? Yeah. But I think for them trying to sell us on PS5, I think that could be a little bit of a you know, like shot myself in the leg type right. of thing for sure. Right, but with these rumors that there is another big launch game for PS Five, that's true. I think there's a world where it's like, okay, put more attention on this big thing, and then release Miles on both. Because the thing is, like, not every like even the casual side that loves Spider Man, people that bought 2018, like, not all of them are going to upgrade for Miles. You know, so I think if you want to have a successful good fall you could probably put that on both it's like hey it plays better on ps5 and then get the other big title whatever it is and ends up being be the thing to push ps5s because the thing is it's rumored that that's a huge returning ip that people always want to see right i wonder what it is man i think it might be uncharted think, think what it might be uncharted that san diego one because here's the thing kevin no, it's not. It's not. Stop. But it. what Stop. if it is? Like, <laughs> okay, but let's not get our hopes up here. Right, right, right. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. Back to my point. Like, <laughs> Avengers is coming out. There's this Mass Effect trilogy. Oh yeah. Also, might have missed it. This is a Mass Effect trilogy that Jeff Grubb is saying is hitting October. So like, look forward to that. Bro, um, that's gonna be fire. Let's go. My first time playing Mass Effect, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, let's dude. go. I'm jazzed. <sighs> Absolutely this batman game is probably gonna be cross-gen like i'm i'm this is a world where i'm cool keeping the ps4 until like may by all means hey man do what do what feels good christian do what yeah. do what feels good you know that's all yeah. good peace i'll be out there waiting for you yeah you know? there's a lot of games coming dude like and i don't know if i know i'm gonna get a ps5 eventually but i don't know if yet they've sold me to potentially spend five hundred sixty dollars on a PS Five in a game, yeah, yeah. I was I was getting a little bit excited when they had that blog post this morning about uh, the haptic feedback and all that. And like, uh, did you see in Miles Morales how if you do like a venom punch, you'll feel the controller from left to right, like yeah, you'll like, feel the crackle of the electricity, like yeah, yeah. It uh, it could be all BS, but like it, yeah, it here's the thing. Cool. Like, I don't like, think it's it BS. Sounds, it I don't think it's BS. Cool. It sounds cool. I watched or, your uh, your video about it, but like, or at least gimmicky. Yeah. 
Yeah. That could very easily be so stupid. <laughs> like I saw the specific quote about like, oh, so in like Death Loop, right? When your gun gets jammed, you won't be able to pull the trigger. One, what game have you ever played where a gun gets jammed when you're shooting it? That think, doesn't happen. And two, if it does happen now, it's because of this dumb gimmick. And that's going to be annoying. I thought that it happens in... Um, did this happen in their other game, Dishonored? I don't know, dude. I didn't play Dishonored. That's what I thought. This happened like, in Red Dead 2? No. Like, guns will overheat in games. Like, in well, Battlefront, yeah, yeah. right? Overheat, yeah. Or, like, sure. Gatling guns. But even then, it's like it's not like the trigger would like spring back up halfway. It's like... If I go to pull the trigger of a gun in Deathloop and then it doesn't go down, I'm just going to be mad. I think, you you know, I'm not sure if it's entirely going to be bad, but I, I can see the person that doesn't know that, hey, in this game, there's a mechanic where your gun's going to jam. When, yeah. when it happens, the stick is not going to be able to go all the way down. Mm. I'm afraid someone's going to try and force that shit and yeah, like, like, like break it, you know? You know how people, some people don't like durability systems in games? Yes. Yep. I, I think they're fine. I don't. But the the reaction people have to that is the reaction I have to like, oh, the trigger's not going to work sometimes. Like, dude, come on. Like, just, just, just <laughs> let it work. If it's not going to shoot, just don't shoot the gun. But that's just going to be annoying. It's going to take me out of it, if anything. Here be It's going to be like, oh, wait, did I drop this? Like, is it stuck? Like... I know it's going to be a feature, so I don't, I'm not going to think I broke it, but, like, dude, it just seems like something that screams, no one's going to use me in a year. Like, Joy Clicks, episode 94, Death yeah. Loop Review, Christian's praising the mechanic of the gun. Oh, man. Nah, um, yeah, it, that one is the one that was, like, okay, that seems a little bit weird, but, um. other than, like, the blowing into the dual sense for um, Astro's Playroom, that seems like you know i don't want to blow into anything if i may um you know so that yeah. was kind of eh, but Kevin, it's <laughs> it just like it is, what it is. It, it's weird because it could be cool i think in a vr setting it would be nice oh yeah for sure but like in terms of just play if i'm playing destiny and like if i get knocked and then they don't let me press any buttons because it, it, like in lore i'm just a spirit right now like oh i'm that's gonna be so stupid which like again you have every right to be oh wait are, are you talking like single player destiny or like a multiplayer thing you know what I'm i mean like if i'm doing like a, a strike and then i have to wait to get revived and i can't just like twirl sticks around while i'm waiting like mm. it's just like it seems like such a weird thing to sell if there's pretty much any gimmick in, like, a single-player game, I almost never have an issue with it, you know? But, like, if it's, like, a multiplayer thing there's a gimmick in it, then, yeah, for sure. Like, I see the annoyance. Like, yeah, dude. Of, you know? Imagine what people are going to think when it's, like, time to play uh, Factions 2, and it's, like, okay, if you want to shoot the bow, it's going to be more resistance. And then it's, like, okay, well, nobody's going to use the bow because a gun has less travel. Like, that's already a thing with travel distance on controllers, right? Like, it is true. It is true. I just don't get it. Like, it's neat. I'm gonna like it in Astro, I'm sure. But like, I don't know why they're focusing on it so much. I mean, you know, it's gimmicks. 
You know, I mean, I mean, dude, you know, the Switch is... had gimmicks, and then they, they blew through them. They're like HD Rumble, one, two, three ice cubes. You can see that we made a whole game to showcase this, and then never brought it up again. And you know what? HD Rumble, when it works, it's great. It feels cool when you're playing Mario Odyssey. You feel water springing through those things. But the thing is, it's not something that they're like pushing to my face of like, try to shoot a gun. Maybe it won't work. Like, it just seems no, weird. No, I mean, I feel like you're being a little bit harsh. I, like I don't think I'm being harsh. I, I just think being, it's like I mean, yo, the console's not out yet. You know, this is their time to just hey, give me, give us all the buzzwords. You know what I'm saying? Even though us hardcores know that, yeah, cool. This will probably be year one stuff that probably right. never gonna be used again. But you know, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't see that much of a difference between the, the Nintendo boasting HD Rumble and PS5 talking about haptic feedback and how one is worse than the other. No, it's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the triggers. I'm saying the specific resistance of triggers because then also consider this. Accessibility, you're going to have to be able to turn that off for everything because some people don't have the full like finger dexterity, you know? like Right. That completely alienates an entire portion of your audience if you don't make that a toggle. So again, talking about year one features, if they have to implement a toggle for everything and then balance it both ways, I don't see it sticking around. You know, in terms of haptics, in terms of rumble, in terms of like driving over ice versus asphalt, that's cool. That's sure. Yeah. Vibrate differently. (laughs) Go wild. But in terms of like the button resist, that's just such a weird thing. Like why? (laughs) Vibrate differently. Go wild. I mean, uh, it, it sounds honestly a little bit like how the uh, PS3 had those, um, you know, what's called, but I have a good name of it where like you could like half press the button or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Well, I know uh, half presses is a thing for like fighting games. Wasn't it like the PS3 specific one where like you can apply oh, like oh, um, a little um, bit of pressure and then like the full yes, pressure? Yes, GameCube had that too. Uh, analog yeah. is it, is it called analog? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, analog buttons. Yeah, yeah. Analog triggers. Analog triggers. Yeah. Um, I think also part of it is just a frustration that like, just tell me how much you want me to pay for this thing. Like, that's what I, I mean, that's, that's above, like, it, yeah, that's, that's above all else. Yeah, that, I'm still like, damn, we're, it's August 20th. Right. I thought for sure it'd be like mid-August we would know. You know? Right, because, because if this is like a $400 box, then yeah, tell me all the things you want me to do with your dumb controller. Like, sure. But if it's like a $500 box and I don't know that yet, I'm not going to care. Yeah. You know, and if I if the rumors are it's that expensive, and that's what I think it is before you give an official word, I don't care. I don't want to get excited for something that I know if they hit me with a sticker of like five fifty, if you want a game and a thing, like plus tax, like I'm not gonna let myself get excited for that. Right. You know, especially if listen, I'm I want to play Miles Morales, right? It is very much city that never sleeps again but prettier and about miles with new powers right like i don't think there's anything wrong with that i'm very excited to play that story but that's not a 560 dollars game for me that's where i sit on it right now dude i'm so excited for miles morales bro yeah me too like i can't wait to play that that's gonna be awesome it's just again i'll pay 460 for it right Right. You know, I mean, hey, when, I mean, digital edition. That's the other thing. Do you think it's genuinely going to be a hundred dollar difference? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think. I mean, 
like, I think there could be a case made, right? And I think we talked about this on PS on uh, Road to PS5, right? But like, I think that if PlayStation was ballsy, right? Which I think they have the room to be ballsy, given this generation how how much they've like slam dunked this gen, right? Right, but they also don't need to. I mean, right, right. Yeah. But I think if they want to be aggressive in terms of like, all right, look, like, above all else, this digital console is meant to push our software that they can only buy on PlayStation Store. We're going to make more money off of games sold for digital edition than we ever would on PS5 Standard Edition, and and that's factual. Oh, right, yeah. We we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think, here. Yeah. If so, I were in charge, that would be what I would do. But oh, no, I don't 100%. know if they'll do that. Yeah, so like I would definitely make the the like the uh digital one as intense as possible just solely so that I can get them in as many houses as I can this holiday. That yeah. way throughout the entire generation we have a bunch of these a bunch of these consoles that will only funnel the majority of their money. Of course, there's the developer and publisher, but then us. Right. We'll be right after, you know. But I you know, I'm a little bit more sold on four hundred dollar digital edition than I think I probably should be. I don't know, but like I think that's how they knock it out of the park. You know, yeah. Like, I think I think that's that that's gonna be like the hell yeah. Like here we go. Like we're like see, we're not gonna do a PS3 era thing where we over like where we overconfidence ourselves. That's probably not a word, but like we're overconfident. You know what I'm saying? And we right. can charge X amount. We know y'all are going to buy it. You know? Yeah, because like if, if that is the case, right. I'll shut up. Right? No, <laughs> if I mean, that's you, the case, you, I'll be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Dual Sense could be cool. I, like, and genuinely, <laughs> no, seriously, right now, there could be some cool things. I'm sure playing Spider Man with all these features crammed into this thing is going to feel neat, right? With it's going to be a novelty. The, the web, you know? Yeah, like having the web snap, maybe it like shoots the stick back up or like the trigger. That'd be fun, right? That'd be cool. But I'm not going to get excited for the nitty gritty if there's this looming thing of like, hey, might make you pay $500 for this. Right, <laughs> like, like you don't want to be excited about like the details before you even get to the to the aspect that's going to get you those details. Right. If you like, don't know the, the core general information that you need to know. Right. Yeah, why sense. am I going to care about this thing if I'm not even sure if I'm getting it right now? Yeah, yeah. And I hope they're not talking – like, I hope they're not just talking to elongate the thing of like, hey, we're going to hit you guys later because like it's going to be like I six and five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? That – that's like the word i feel like waiting this long if it, it's like hey it's a lot of money like that is a horrible idea oh definitely like, horrible definitely horrible like um, get that out early you know if because yeah. if it is a 500 and 550 maybe for the two different versions if it, if that's what the price is announce that last year and give me enough time to be okay with that <laughs> yeah 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 you know, because yeah, if they hit me, if they hit yeah. me at the end of the month, then it's like five hundred dollars for both versions. It's like okay, well, you're no. dropping two months later. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I don't know. I don't, like, I mean, because it's not like they're necess- They're late traditionally, but like Xbox still hasn't set their price either. So like you know, there is that, and of course COVID. So of course there's you know shit's wild right now. You know. Yeah. Um, but. 
Yeah, I mean, we all want the price, you know, definitely. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Is there so? Let me think. So services we talked about that. What I think I would like to see is actually something that Xbox announced this week. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see their menu video that they put out? Yeah, across all the different services, it's like the same menu, right? Yeah, yeah, that. But like the one thing that I saw there that was like, oh man, wish that was on PlayStation. Was that when you are saving screenshots or clips, it gets sent directly to the Xbox app on your phone. Ooh, I, I like think that. that is a phenomenal. Ooh, I would love that as someone okay, that uses okay. the share button constantly. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I think. I think. Oh my god, I would love that if it just sends it to my phone. I could upload it, Instagram story, whatever you know, Snapchat, Twitter, all that. Like just like that. Oh, that'd be fire. I would especially love it if there's no compression because man, uploading a screenshot to Twitter. Oh, it's oh, it looks like ass. Bad. Yeah, it looks horrible. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think there are some things like that that could go a long way. Um, is there, like, something that you're thinking, like, quality of life, you know, like, you, you know, like, is there something about the PS4 that, you know, or, or you know, yeah, just, or just, like, gen as a whole, you know, that you would like to see furthermore into next gen, you know? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I think it genuinely is if there's a reality where we don't have backwards compatibility for their older systems, make PS now better, let me download games, and I'll sub to it. Um, that's the biggest thing. Again, like improve download speed for games. Uh, parties work fine for me. Uh, the store, I'm fine with it the way it is. Um, yeah, I can't think of many like quality of life things. I really like my PS4 with yeah. the small exceptions I've mentioned, which I think are fixable, you know? Yeah, same, it, same. It mainly, I think my stage I'm at with next gen right now is just, I'm not excited yet. You haven't given me a reason to be excited in terms of what you want from me and what you'll be giving me this year. Like, I, I just, I think it's a... A variety of reasons that has me in this situation mm. uh this summer of events is part of it especially hearing it's like well playstation split up a bunch of their announcements and the state of play we just got wasn't the other announcements that were taken out of that initial reveal like i they seem like they're being cagey and at this point it's making me have less confidence in them yeah right. you know but yeah. like yeah do you have something to hide like is it a price thing is it are you worried that things are going to get pushed? And then Jim Ryan's out here saying, like, nothing's getting pushed. Don't worry about us. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I just don't know how much of it is just COVID stuff. If that's it, I don't care. Sure. That's completely fine. You know, yeah. delay the console next year. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, if they had not speak delay, I would I would not be that mad. I, I wouldn't be. No. I, actually, no. I, I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd be completely fine with that, honestly. You know. Um, What's up? Uh, when I was talking to Omar the other day on the, I think before we went live for the Indie World show, we were talking about uh, PS4 and Xbox, or PS5 and Xbox Series X, right? Mm. And he said basically, he was like, yeah, so I feel like one of them w- like was waiting on the other one to delay the console, and neither of them did. <laughs> That's what, dude, that, that, that kind of what it feels like. Because 100%, one of them would not move without the other right you know i feel like they would they would move together yes you know definitely definitely um 
But yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're more sold on it than I am. I know you're getting one day one, but like, is there a game that you think could drop at launch besides Miles Morales? Which again, I'm excited for, but like something that's really screaming next gen, you think that could drop to sell people like me? Do you think there is anything that could do that? It's not gonna happen, but like I think an Uncharted would be just dope as hell. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not gonna. Like, I, I don't even want to flirt with that idea because mm-hmm. I just know it's not, it's not. Like, yeah. I don't even want to like, you know, meet meet her at the club, whatever. Like, no, like I don't even want to flirt with that idea at all. Um, but yeah. if if they did hypothetically, that would be insane. That would be insane. I, know? I would be there day one. I would pay five hundred fifty dollars for an Uncharted. I feel like you would leave with Uncharted if it was happening. You know, like, Spider-Man and Uncharted would have flipped, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, you know? but, like, at the same time, I like, Spider-Man's still a hype announcement, so I think you would oh, no, still lead, you'd lead with that, even though it is basically a DLC, but like, I feel like in this really weird games release presentation thing that is 2020, they save the big thing, because it's like, oh, we heard all these things about like the ping pong game between PlayStation and Xbox. And like, what are you showing? What are you showing? It's like, oh, they saved stuff from the Xbox event to announce in August. And then PlayStation saved stuff from their thing to announce after it. Like, I think if it's the bigger thing and there's this rumor going around that there's another game launching, that's huge. Like, I feel like if you don't know what Xbox is going to show, you save Uncharted as the silver bullet. Right? Miles Ross is a pretty good silver bullet too, but def- I mean they're both silver bullets. Let's not front. Yeah, they 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 both definitely are. Right, I, but I mean like realistic. We're both big on PlayStation, right? Right. I think we would both call us call ourselves PlayStation fanboys. Sony ponies. Absolutely. Yes. If you put Miles Morales, what that game is, what we know about it so far, next to hypothetically it didn't get delayed next to the next installment of halo launching on a new console in terms of like stronger brand punch i feel like a new halo is kind of more exciting than like spider-man 1.5 you know man but in terms of a headline no like you know? yeah that's what this is definitely. about but, like, Miles Trials isn't, like, a city that sleeps DLC, like, three-hour thing. Like, it's it's a Lost Legacy thing. No, when I compared it to that before, I was saying, like, the whole package. Like, City That Never Sleeps altogether is, like, nine hours long. If, if you do all the stuff in all the expansions, then yeah. You get a good, like, two to three hours out of each one of those expansions with all the side quests, all the challenges, all that stuff. Dude, to me, they felt like hour and a half. <laughs> like, really? Tops. I don't know if I'm tripping. Well, you didn't do everything, right? You didn't mess with all the stuff in there. There wasn't even a lot of stuff to do in there, right? I mean, there were challenges. There were, like, the, the yeah. screwball side quests. There was a main side quest for every single thing. Like, there was the paintings in the first one. There was collectibles in them. Like, there was stuff to do. I'm going to the playlist just to see. No, okay. You know what? You're right. Yeah, so... Two hour twenty, two hour twenty. Yeah, so about two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, yeah, so okay. Two four six, you know, seven seven hour. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 
Gotcha. Yeah, okay. like Miles is Fair probably going to be like 15, but I like it's still that the same map, new powers, new story, which again, I'm completely excited for, but I think in terms of the headline of like what's the bigger deal because that seems to be what Xbox and PlayStation have been prioritizing, you know, it's like who has the bigger headline of the day. Um I think having a Halo at launch is a bigger headline than having a Spider-Man at launch. So I think leading with a Spider-Man 1.5 and then saving Uncharted as like the last announcement if Microsoft really blew everybody away I feel like that's kind of realistic yeah hmm. like in a world where Halo Infinite like blew 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 like everyone's minds away right and like and it was delayed yeah right yeah. and when PlayStation decided to not hold show this other big launch title that was a possibility, you know? So that's yeah. why they didn't show it. I think it's so calm, to be honest with you. I think those rumors of that guerrilla team working on a, a military shooter that's online-centric, I think it's so calm. But that's just me. You know? Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I, think, I think those rumors we heard like about like a year and a half, two years ago, whatever it was, Like I think, I think those are going to see, see it, those rumors bear fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. But if it was in charge, I, I would cry. Oh, yeah, if it's an open mouth cry, if it's uncharted, they have me hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's SOCOM, I will buy one next year. <laughs> like speaking of like general next gen, like I think another thing that I would love to see is because you saw the FIBA stuff this week, right? How like they're not doing crossplay, cross progression, anything like that. Um, yeah, like not not even like cross gen, not not even like cross generational play. You know, mm-hmm. like it's 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 like a very traditional mindset of releasing FIFA. You know, I would like to see that, and it probably will. But like, I would like to see all that go away next gen and just have crossplay, cross progression, be as synonymous as like a brightness slider in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, like I would, I, I definitely think that we are already in that direction and making that happen. You know, but I think it'd be nice to see like everyone on board you know and just embrace it as a featuring games where like we're no longer it was it was a third-party game where we're no longer you know windowed off because of the box that we choose to play in you know so yeah um again there were a lot of rumors recently that playstation's going extra hard to make sure that doesn't happen (laughs) you know yeah so that'd be cool you know i think the one that concerns me the most and you as well like destiny we know destiny is going to be crossplay next gen right like they've yeah. confirmed that they said they're that's coming yeah um avengers they haven't said no you know they said hey we're doing cross gen first yeah you know so it's like in, in implied that that's coming eventually but like call of duty already did it you know like i think we're there i think we are there i think the reason where something like a Destiny's not there yet or a Avengers isn't there yet is just because it's launching this gen, you know, and Destiny 2 launched this gen. But yeah, I think with the exception of what you brought up with FIFA and like some of the ones that haven't made it unanimous yet, like I think it's safe to rely on that, right? Because like Call of Duty did it. That's huge. I still think it's a question, bro. I mean, I, I still think it's a question. Like mm-hmm. probably not like as a... 
probably not as a completely unknown question. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As it as it used to be, as like oh, like it was a big deal when like you know crossplay was brought like two two years ago, whatever. You know. Right. But I think now it's definitely less. Like it's 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 less of like a oh here's like a feature that we're gonna advertise our game with you know what I'm saying like it's less of a deal but mm-hmm. I think it's still a still a bit of a question you know okay yeah Maybe, I mean I can I see know. that yeah I, I just think ever since COD did it it's like you're the outlier if you're not doing it you know oh 100 percent yeah you're that's why we're talking about FIFA like like you're like definitely weird if you're not how we used to talk about you're definitely oh like being shined a light when you're doing it you know right now you're being shining light when you're not doing it yeah for sure yeah for sure. and i i think that's the path we'll continue on right like even if fifa continues this way like you're hoping it doesn't like i think it'll still be the like hey why haven't you done it yet like i, I do think it's going to be more unanimous i think by year two it's probably there's only a handful of ten poles that aren't doing it yeah yeah you know yeah um definitely I think I, I think that's all I've ever wanted out of next gen. I think I'm trying to. Hmm. Is there anything else I missed? I don't know. I think like. How long do you want it to be around for? How long do you want? Do you want to get a pro? You want PS5 Pro? Like, do you want? What do you want? How long do you want to not have to buy another thing? Hmm. Um. I personally felt kind of comfortable this gen with the pro it was weird because it was the first time we ever seen it you know yeah but afterwards like i think it reaped a lot of benefits at least for me that bought a pro you know what i'm saying right. and like i feel like uh we didn't hear about anything crazy on any given game that the game ran super poor on a ps4 like on a base ps4 you know right i don't think we heard that this gen you know which i i know that was definitely the fear going into the pro realm you know, of like, oh man, like our games are just gonna run like crap on the base PS4 now because they'll, you know, fine tune it for the PS4 Pro, you know. But it looks like it definitely became still a strategy, like, okay, like let's develop for the base and let's give the Pro exclusively benefits that won't take away from the core base experience. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah. It sounds like it went the right way that, that everyone was hoping for with these interstitial, you know, in between consoles. Um, so I think I'm personally okay with like, if, if they were to be like, Hey, you know, in 20, you know, 24, 2025, probably, probably 2024, you know, Hey, let's PS5 pro, you know, I think, I think, I think it's a comfortable way to do it. If it repeats itself, you know, I don't know if you felt any different up like about the pro, like overall, like looking back on the gen, you know, but a little bit, like, I'm glad I got one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I like the improved stability, but if you compare it to Xbox, right? If you compare the Xbox One and the Xbox One X versus the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, there it's wildly different. Like, I think Digital Foundry basically sometime in the past like generation pretty much said the Xbox One and the Xbox One X are like different consoles. Like, right. Yeah. Like a One X is basically a next gen Xbox One. Like Yeah. Yeah. On the PlayStation side, it was not that much of a difference. So in comparison with the hindsight of it, I feel like it's kind of a pointless thing. Like 
I, I don't know. Like, again, I don't regret buying a PS4 Pro because I like the benefits it gave me, but going to this next generation, like, if Xbox is going the, it's it's a family, it's a service, it's not one console, it's the boxes, like, let them do that, and then PlayStation ride out your tech. Like, I prefer if we went from a PS5 to a PS6, I think, because if they're so focused on like it's about generations then i don't want to have what could have been the powerful launch console four years after i buy it you know especially because people have already said that the ps4 is like not sorry not ps4 the ps5 is um it's like slight like again it's depending on how you use the hardware but in terms of raw power it is the weaker one um, like you know what I'm getting at because like with the PS4 yeah, and the Xbox yeah. One when it, they launched everyone was like these are weak you know Yeah. so don't like undersell me now to make me buy again when you're telling me it's like it's about generations you know when like the PS5 Pro is actually the best way to play your games you know I kind of see where you're coming from I think I just don't mm-hmm. I, I think I just don't this is I don't know I see, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess to a degree. It's but. it's genuinely it's because of how hard they're going on. It's about generations. Yeah, so like, I think realistically, this past generation, if I didn't get a PS4 Pro, I still would have been okay with it. Is what I'm saying. You know, based on seeing. Like if hypothetically speaking, like the the One X came out, but the PS4 Pro never did. Yes. Oh, I mean, I think at that point, oh, I think that would have been really weird. I think that would have been, oh man. Well, I mean, well, I don't know because like, ah, uh, because because the thing is, like, even the One X is still more powerful than a Pro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like. If I saw PlayStation's attempt at giving me the stronger mid-generation console, and it's like a, a quarter step compared to the one and the one X, like I think I'd be fine, you know. But <laughs> I think with your logic, do you think you'd be more upset if the PS4 Pro or the PS5 Pro was not that quote-unquote like half step? You know what I'm saying? Not like in a bad way, but just in like just just wasn't that much powerful, or whatever. But still offered the benefits of the pro do you think you'd be more wouldn't you be more upset if it was a drastic change you know than the base ps5 wouldn't you be a little bit more upset at that point if like games like ran insanely different on the ps5 pro than the ps4 i mean sorry than than the ps5 i'm saying like like no because because then i'd be incentivized to get one but you don't want did you just say that you like didn't want another console like to, to, to get one mid-gen yeah i'm saying i don't want to but if you're going to like give me a reason like because the thing is the benefit of the ps4 to the ps4 pro is not significant enough i don't think again i'm happy i got one right but i, I don't think it's ex- significant enough for it to become a trend especially when they're leaning into the whole it's one box it's one system it's one upgrade it's generational you know because like the ps4 pro is essentially a ps4 that can run things at 60 frames like that which is really which is a big deal like what do you mean 
I mean, kind of, but how many games have you played this generation that really, really struggle hitting a stable frame rate? Like, I feel like the only ones that have really hit that issue have been recently, like towards the end of the generation. And I mean, at that point, I mean, if it's a two-year gap. I'll just wait the gap. What I think of is God of War. God of War for me, on the base PS. Granted, you know what? Let me be fair. I never played God of War on the base PS4, but right. in the in the 4K mode, which you can only get on the base PS4, you mm-hmm. know. Even Are on you, the pro? pro? No, no. Hold on. The 4K mode was only on pro. Performance mode is not on the base PS4 God of War. No, it is just the normal game as it ships. 30 frames, 1080. Yeah, that. Okay, that, right? Like Yes. Well, whatever. The, the frames. Like, I, I personally could not play that. Well, that's because you played 60 first. Like, I played I played 30 God of War. First. I played 30 throughout the full first playthrough I had. And then the few times I went back, I was like, oh, shoot, okay, 60 frames. Like, I can't go back, you know? So right, like, but you, like, you still got through it fine at 30, right? Like, you still played the game fully at 30. Well, I mean, I That's knew no I'm better, saying. I guess. Like, I knew no better, so I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because I played the same thing. I did it at 30. Ten, I did it on a base PS4. That's how I played God of War. And then when I got a pro... I reinstalled it. I tried the 60 thing. I was like, oh, cool. If I ever replay it, I'll do it at 60. But, like, at that point, it's more of just, like, a convenience than anything else for replaying stuff. Like, God of War ran fine for me on a base PS4. Last of Us ran fine for people who played it on a base PS4. You know? Like... I think at the end of the day, I think the Pro variant, like, the reason why it's not called a 6 is because it's for, I think, like, the the you and me's. Of the industry of like when mm-hmm. we're we're into games a lot right? right we're not so into it that we're like oh fuck consoles we're just, we're just gonna build a super powerful pc whatever you know mm-hmm. but we're enthusiast console gamers right so i think like i think that's like i don't think that the person that's absolutely fine with their ps4 right just just the common folk you know what i'm saying i don't mm-hmm. think that's the target that they're hitting to to incentivize them to get a PS4 Pro or, or PS5 Pro, you know, I think it's exclusively for those that like, hey, you know, do you want that little bit more that that you know is 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 going to get you get you the higher frame rate if you want it, you know, is to get you that more stable you know frame rate if you want it, you know, it's not necessarily like a need because we're still supporting both SKUs at the end of the day, right? You know, right. like. I think I think that's the core of it, and I think that like if you go into any pro purchase with that in mind, like if you're knowledgeable, okay, cool, like you know I am this this is the step forward that I want to pay for, then I think it's a benefit because it doesn't take away from the base at all, you know. Right. I think it's different right. when like there's an Xbox One X where it's a little bit more further out, where you know eventually there are late gen Xbox One games that like have a really hard time running on the base xbox one you know and i think that 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 problem started to come up more because of how much more powerful the one x is and it almost seemed like a generational like next console you know i think i think honestly keeping it closer together is more beneficial for everyone in the long run you know as long as you know as a consumer going in that like hey i'm paying because i know i want this outcome that's yeah. not gonna deter it from the base uh people you know yeah so i agree with everything you said 
and looking into the future of PS5, what may happen, I think where I'm coming from it is if you ship a console that's... I don't need more than 60 frames. As a console player, I do not need more than 60 frames. Right. Like, if you ship a console that is stable 60 frames, I do not need to buy a PS5 Pro. Because the benefit that I got from a PS4 to a PS4 Pro, like you said, it's still close enough, but it's just for that extra oomph. That's like... If it didn't launch with Spider-Man, I don't know if I would have bought one. So, like, if they position it well enough, if they really hook me, if they're like, hey, Spider-Man 3 on the PS5 Pro at uh, 120 frames, it's like, oh, might as well. You know, like, if they do it that way, if they market it in a way that's appealing to me specifically, I'll do it. But, like, again, like, I still run into issues on my Pro you know like i still have games where i'm like i'm getting dips so it's again it's not something i regret but i don't know if i would do it again and then, i think is where i fall yeah definitely and like me too like i do wonder like how much of it is like of course the, there's probably like sony you know why not sell a better product to customers to get revenue why not you know like fuck it right, right? but i wonder if another thing too is that like the rate of how complex games are becoming over time and if that is becoming faster you know and like they feel the need to have a half console you know i i wonder if that was it you know because like i wonder how like if like there was a ps3 pro right I wonder how that would have gone, you know, and like even like we like saw like how that that gen, of course, not for anyone's like direct, you know, uh, call to make it that long. It was because of the recession and then different stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I wonder where we would have been if like the PS4 and the one came out in like 2012, you know, instead of 2013. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, so like I think like. There's got to be element of that, right? Like, like how how much bigger and how much complex and how much you know, just the rate of technology as a whole is increasing over time. You know, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I feel like Sony specifically between the PS3 and the PS4 generation, they unsold me on getting a half step again. Like seeing uncharted one and then seeing the last of us and then like seeing infamous second son and seeing ghost of Tsushima at the end like you can get a lot out of that base console that i think is good enough you know because the thing is again if i wanted 4k 120 fps like i build a pc you know if i have a fine experience of a, if i have a game that works a game that has a good story it's fun to play and it's not like dipping to it's like sub 20 frames i'm fine you know like and there i feel like most of the stuff that had had those issues late gen on playstation have been third party you know to the point where for how much i care about the first party games for how much i'm in on that level i don't think there's any third party game that would get me to buy a half step you know what i'm saying right but you know you it goes down to the core of it like you you can't play spider-man 2 in the pc if you're right, wanting not, that like yeah. 4k 120 you know what i'm saying like if you're right. wanting that then like that would be your avenue towards it 
you know that's why like i think it can never like i just don't think the pro really hurts anything which i don't think that's even your argument you know yeah i'm not saying it hurts i'm just saying i if they do another one i don't think i'd buy it i think i think they could probably talk me into it maybe yeah like because the thing is the pro came out well before spider-man did you know it was yeah it was the a year before right a year prior i thought it was 2016 because um, i thought it, it launched with psvr oh maybe it was maybe yeah i don't know maybe maybe was it with yeah because it probably was 2016 i know i personally got it when god of war came out so i don't know how much of a gap that was but probably um because yeah like i waited i i didn't need one you know and then like i was like oh cool they put a spider on it i'll buy that one and i'll buy it with spider-man why not because that's the other thing my ps4 was breaking like it started ejecting discs in the middle of playing it oh that's unfortunate my so i was like might as well get rid of it um so that's why i was like i'll get the spider-man one coming at a perfect time so like I mean, you're also talking to the person that had an iPhone 5S for like six years. So like, I, I'm what? fine without upgrade. A 5S. Oh, oh, oh my God. You had a 5S for how many years? For like six years. Oh, man. Damn. I got my 8 in my second year of college, and I had my iPhone 5S my sophomore year of high school. I got my iPhone 6 my sophomore year of high school. And my iPhone 8, like, maybe four years ago? So I think I had the 6 for, like, maybe three, four years, some, something like that. I don't know. I've only had the 6 to 8 and then my 10R right now that I have. But Yeah. So I, I'm – as long as it works, as long as it's playable, I really don't care. <laughs> so, like – right that's where i fall down so if they if they are going to make a ps5 pro like make it feel like a bump and the the reason i brought it up to begin with is that i don't know if they would do that because of how hard they've been going on generations like i think if they really i think if they do a pro it's going to be like you said it's going to be closer to the the base model like we saw this gen and i don't think i need to do that again that's where i fell on it yeah, I guess we differ on that because yeah. I would I would rather them be closer to the base. That way, there's minimal losses, if you will. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you seem see me like like want to be sold. It like frame rates and resolutions. You, you like it like it sounds like you need more to be sold. To invest in another box. Yeah, and you know what I'm if anything, if Which, anything, no, no, it's yeah. just frame rate because I do not care about resolution personally like like make spider-man 3 120 frames per second then i would upgrade for that if you sold it together if spider-man 3 is still 60 on everything and then it's like oh you can do 8k for spider-man 3 like i don't care because i'm not going to go out of my way to get a ps5 pro and a 4k tv and or sorry an 8k tv whenever it hits like you know what i'm saying like to me it's more about uh performance and if they're promising what they've been promising and it's a stable really solid machine it's quiet and then it's a consistent frame rate across most games for ps5 that's fine wait so i guess do you think that the ps4 pro didn't give you that 
in in some cases yeah like there's been games i've played again third party mostly that i still get performance hiccups with when i have performance mode on like final fantasy 7 chugged a little bit vendors definitely has been chugging um uh assassin's creed chugged for me a little bit of my pro like, i think then like i i think that fight is more up towards like the developers i i don't think that's more of a playstation problem it, it's you not know. because all the PlayStation games work completely fine, but my entire point is I'm saying they work completely fine on a base PS4 still. Like, all of them are playable. God of War is still playable on a base PS4. No, you but can't you... go back in hindsight, right? You can't go back after seeing it 60 frames. But, like, Part 2 performs the same on... Like, they perform well enough on both. That's what I'm saying. But even when you look at exclusives, you get the benefits that you were that you said you would pay for on the PS5 Pro side of things. You know what I'm saying? Like a 50% increase, well, no, 100% increase in frames. Right. I'm saying specifically for <laughs> Spider-Man. I'm saying specifically if you do the exact same thing that you did with the PS4 and Spider-Man, then I'll get one. That's what I mean. Like, for me, it is hyper-specific. <laughs> like... So all they yeah. gotta do is just snap a just slap a spider on the PS4 on the PSI Pro and you're sold. Probably, especially right. if my PS5 starts spitting or I'm getting discless. So if it starts just breaking on <laughs> yeah. me, then I'll do it. But like, I respect it. Yeah, yeah. Because like Jack ran with a PS4 the entire generation. He played Part Two. He played Ghosts. No complaints. He played God of War. No complaints. And he's I think in the same camp we are in terms of enthusiasts that looks for stability at least. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which i think it's great like i i'm 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 really happy to see that like you know the the base ps4 people they Mm -hmm. they never felt that their their console was getting screwed over because of the pro you know that's how i like that's that's i think the outcome that it should be you know what i'm saying right definitely right and that's in conclusion yeah that's why that i feel like i don't need the upgrade this time Again, unless it is hyper-specific Spider-Man <laughs> PS5 Pro release okay, together, wait, that whole thing. Now I get your point. Okay. Okay. It all came in. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You know, because the thing is... Because after seeing what happened with the PS4 right. and PS4 Pro, yeah, the benefits are great because you you know, you know got it, you got to experience it, That that's great. But also, to the same contrary, base PS4 never got screwed over. For first party, right? But like, For first party, right. Yeah. Avengers is chugging for Jack on his base PS4. Avengers is chugging for me on my pro. Like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. The same third party stuff chugs on both. Still, I don't feel a benefit there. I feel a benefit for first party, but it's even it's just like minimal at that point because the first party games run great on all the PS4s. So like, if that's the same situation that plays out next gen, I don't need one. Asterisk unless they launch it with Spider Man. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, interesting. So, are they gonna add like another layer to the PS5 Pro? You think? Like another four layers? Another, just, yeah, skip another, four. Just do five at that point. Another tier. Another. <laughs> oh man, I wonder. Yeah. Well, Let's see it. I, final final question: uh, Have you decided on discless or disc yet? Yeah, I'm not sure, man. I think it's gonna all come down to the price. Honestly, Same. the more I think about it, I'm 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 honestly just probably gonna get digital. If I'm being a hundred percent real. Like 
The only one that I'm like uh, about is is God of War, is physical, you know, but oh. I feel like it'll be cheap enough that like I wouldn't even fucking mind any digital, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, if I got back twice, I'm sure it's gonna be like I can get it on sale for like probably like ten to fifteen dollars on PSN store, you know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is, you know. You just reminded me, so, um, in terms of quality of life thing, pro consumer sort of deal. Uh-huh. Since they're offering the digital version, I think I've said this before, but five bucks let me transfer a game. If I own a disc of God of War, let me pay a couple bucks and I'll have a digital. How are they gonna? How though is the question? Like, like how would they? Do, yeah. Is it like a thing of okay, we're gonna read your trophies on your account, and if it's not on your PS Store receipts, like your purchases, then mm-hmm. that is that how they would do it? You think? maybe I could see a thing where the disc has to be in and then once the disc gets transferred, the license for the disc is revoked. Maybe, I don't know, but... But if you buy a digital edition, how is that going to work? If you can't put the disc in, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm thinking, uh, like, you would, you'd probably, because the Switch did this too, like, you'd need the original console to, like, put next to it and then it connects Bluetooth and then it, like, transfers the rights. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. Okay, I'll just be aware of that, okay. I mean, if, you know, Mark Cerny is getting our ear pictures, well, I just, you know, this this is my copy with my face on it. <laughs> Give me a voucher. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. Hmm. Like, if there's some way to upgrade like that, I would very much like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like that, definitely, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. I don't know how that, like, it'd be weird of, like, how they would go about doing that. Right. For sure. But definitely. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I yeah, would. and I'm with you. I'm doing digital. I haven't bought a physical game in like years. Yeah, I, like, but I don't know, man. If it's if it's a hundred dollar difference, I'm probably only gonna get digital, right? Oh yeah. If it ends up being like fifty dollars difference, if I have a competition with myself, I could probably be talked into getting the disc version just in case. You know, yeah, because like sometimes I'll buy like cheap games never off of like offer up from people around, you know, town and stuff like that. So I mean, right. that's always cool. But I do that like once or twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, is that worth the extra cost to even have the ability to do that? You know? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure. And yeah, I I probably go digital. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the same headspace as you. Like, I think if it is a minimal price difference, then I probably just get the, the one that does both. But like, I would prefer to do digital, especially yeah. if it's cheaper. Yeah. But I, I I hope it's the right price. We'll see. We'll see. Same. I just hope they announce it soon, because <laughs> I, yeah, I I'm losing faith. I'm losing. <laughs> I'm losing excitement, but. Uh. You, like I said before, are still very excited because you have a PS5 podcast. So where can people find that? Where can people find you? YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source. Uh, Road to PS5, as as Christian said. Post Sundays at 10 a.m. If not specified, it's probably going to be live that day. But if not, 10 a.m. This week, uh, we're comparing and contrasting PS5 specs, Xbox Series X specs from the PC guy of the group, of course the iraq night so gonna get his input yes. on that you know from uh from, from from more of a pc enthusiast type of mind for sure you know give us a rundown 
Um, and yeah, there was that. Uh, new stream series to be determined. We'll see what it is. But uh, at PS Source Vids on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, Christian, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Chris N. Buckley. Uh, so if you want more information, video content, stream content, check those places. YouTube.com slash joyclicks is where this video version of the podcast is posted. We are 150 exactly at this point away from 2,000 subs. So listeners, if you listen to the show and you never go to the YouTube page, uh, go sub. That'd be Please nice. Definitely do it. And video viewers, if you only watch the video, if you never use the audio version, go over to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. It's true. It's true. All of it. Yeah. All of it. And uh, if you want to get involved with the show, like I said before, at the top, $2 on Patreon.com slash joyclicks will allow you to have influence over the shows, the topics, uh, questions, submissions, and all that stuff, as well as early access, uh, producer credit at the $5 tier, and... Um, Oh, like I said at the top, Excelsior, it's come back. Look forward to that. First episode is probably up at this point, maybe sometime this weekend. So look forward to that. But that is going to do it. So until next week, will we know the price, Kevin? Will we know the price next week? Probably not, but like, it'd be kind of dope if we did. <laughs> but probably not. I don't know. Hey, Keely. Keely's saying next week's a big week for games. So you know what? Dude, maybe. honestly, you know what? Damn that that, I could see them pulling up at Gamescom over Night Live. Yeah, I could have see they it. done that in the past. I feel like they have. There was there's been some big. Stuff. I'm trying to remember what's been at Gamescom. I mean, last year they announced the Insomniac purchase. Well, it wasn't announced there, but Keeley heard about it and like announced it during the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was was there a Last of Us trailer? I that was Paris Games Week. That was Paris Games Week. That was Paris Games Week. Hopefully, I feel like there's a yeah. I think the timing is right. Yeah, I think the timing is right. Well, That'd I mean, nice Keeley did get the dual sense hands on. I think. I Kevin, think. I think you're onto something, dude. Dude, he did get that. Yo, it's happening next week, boys. Probably not, but maybe, maybe. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's that's a good deal that he got the uh, dual sense hands on. Yeah. Damn, so, that is a uh, really good thing. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, we'll be reacting to that, but until then, it's pizza time. It's pizza time.